Here comes Kenshiro, here comes Kenshiro, right down Big Dip Lane. I thought this was going to be an expert. Yeah, it is. I just wanted, I just had that thought in my head for the last hour. Friends, listeners, I'm Autumn. I'm joined as always by my wife, Nora. Uh, countrymen, lend me your ears. <laughs> That struck work. I guess so. We we watched a movie. No, we didn't. We watched a movie that struck work, and we're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. We did read Volume 5 of Fist of the North Star. But about five minutes ago, you finished making your top 100 games list. It was a struggle to think of 100 games, so I didn't. I, I, had I merely expanded the definition of game rather than think of 100 video games. I, I feel like... You were within the parameters, you know? I feel like you think you're stretching, and I'm like, I don't know. It's not so bad. But don't clip that out of context. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so we did read Volume 5 of Fist of the North Star. I feel like you and me have not been in front of a microphone together in... I haven't recorded a podcast in two months. Two months? Something like that, yeah. I believe it. You, you had a crazy October, first of all. Eh. You, you had a real vacation, you had a, a trip. I had a funeral yes. trip. A funeral trip uh, packed with family drama that we will not recount here. And but <laughs> you were... <laughs> you ever you had get... a parlor scene in real life? <laughs> <laughs> you, you get like two beers into Texans and they start spilling like 30-year-old secrets, you, you know? You had like three parlor scenes. <laughs> um... And so, yeah, we, we've been feeling a little bad about how Pardon My Fist has got delayed, and we did both read Volume 5 of Fist of the North Star, which is fucking radical. And we might do a podcast about that in the next couple of days, you know. We will do a podcast about that. The, the only thing is, tomorrow, um, my Friday plans got messed up, so tomorrow I'm going to Nia's to watch uh, Perfect Blue for Ornate Stairwells, but like, Tuesday, maybe. You know, in Japan, record. they call it perfect green. Why is that? Because they red and blue came out here, but red and... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, video games. Video, Tell me your hundred video games. These are canon, by the way. These are these are totally immutable, forever. Yeah. These are immutable because nobody can make us change it, but also, these are your top 200 video games. Top 100 video games. I could not get... To, I could maybe, if I stretched, Dave. get to 110. How many of us are there on this podcast? But, but uh, I'm saying Two these... Two times are, 100 yes. is 200. But you said these are your top 200 video games. Yeah, the games. listener. Oh. You listening, <laughs> these are your top 200 video games. Yeah. Em or 170, depending on how much overlap we have. Yeah, Em and Jackson, you'll have to go in and delete your lists um, and replace them with our lists. You have to replace something on your list with a website that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> um, you start. I, I should just acknowledge, we absolutely are stealing this idea from VoIP Life. You can go pay um, $10 to patreon.com slash abnormal mapping to listen to VoIP Live. There, You'll get three top 100 lists. Their, their lists are probably going to be 
better quote unquote than ours. I haven't finished ours. listening to theirs. I, I really enjoyed listening to their lists. I thought they did a really good episode. I also, I have a cheat sheet for this podcast because when I did my list, I didn't anticipate doing a podcast about it. So I wrote little notes for anybody reading. Um, and I'm probably going to just, you know, rephrase a lot of these notes that I wrote. Okay. Anyway, 100. Star Wars Battlefront 2. No, not that one. The 2005 one. I feel like everybody would assume the 2005 one. Yeah. Um, I have played this game as an adult. It does not hold up. It is not as good as I remember it being. That doesn't change the fact that it was my favorite game when I was nine, and so it's on the list. Sure. My number 100 is the now-defunct Wizards.com 4th Edition Dungeons & Dragons character builder. Hell yeah! It was like flowchart, and you picked all your stuff, and you could select all of your powers, because 4th Edition has powers instead of, like, spells and stuff. So each class feels very similar structurally, because each level you pick a couple of things that you can do, and they're either at will, encounter, you can do it once per fight, or daily, once per day. And they're on little index cards. So when you're higher level, if you're playing in person, you'll have like a binder full of these index cards of all the cool things you can do. And they're all like lunging strike or Hell yeah. know, double slice. Back when, back when like fighters that. were mages. Kinda. <laughs> they just gave the same structure of gameplay to every class. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So every class had powers rather than... You have, you, this class is focused on the attack role. This class casts spells, that kind of thing. Where in, in most other editions, different classes utilize different parts of the system. Whereas this folded all of that into one sort of um, central system that everyone used. And it was really fucking cool. And I played a lot of 4th edition, not as much as I'd like. And I built a lot more characters than I played. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought to put it, but if I was going to do, like, top 150 or whatever, I would consider putting the Dark Souls build planner that I think is at, like, musionmonkey.com or something like that. Um, Because I have spent a lot of time playing around with that, imagining Dark Souls that I might play, which in some ways is superior to playing Dark Souls. Yeah, I would say so. Um, 99. I have Vib Ribbon. A game I've played about 15 minutes of in my entire life, um, but Vib Ribbon has some of the best vibes in gaming. Vibs. <laughs> For people who don't know, I people who listen to this probably know what Vib Ribbon is. I don't know what Vib Ribbon is, so, but I don't really want a thesis on it. So I'll just quickly yeah. explain. Vib Ribbon was a PlayStation 1 game with like some vector graphics things, and you could put your own CDs into the PlayStation 1 um, and play a little rhythm game based on, um, <clears throat> you know, the music that you put in from your own personal collection. Um, like Beat Hazard. Yeah, like a like a Beat Hazard, like a Y2K Beat Hazard. Okay. Um, this Everyone knows Beat Hazard. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I became aware of... Video Surf. I, be, I became aware of Vib Ribbon when it got re-released for the PS3. Um, that re-release is cool, but you just can't really recreate what Vibribbon was, but I've watched a lot of Vibribbon on YouTube, so 99 on the list. My number 99 is PictoChat. 
this is not a video game. It's a video game. This is this is my one thing where hey, I'm like not babe, a video game. Babe, open a new tab. Okay. Type in Picto Chat. Okay. Hit enter. Okay. Hey, look, online game. It says online game. Oh, I game. didn't mean to close the tab. Sorry. I, I, th that would have been a funny bit if I had meant to do it. <laughs> online game. <laughs> Google says it's an online game. Okay. There you go. Hello, Wikipedia. This is PictoChat. That's cute. That's a really cute um, <laughs> uh, thing. I never played PictoChat, so. I, I guess I did just use the word play, didn't I? I never used it with more than one person. Uh, I didn't have a DS when I was in Boy Scouts, mm -hmm. um, which is where people were really using PictoChat. To draw penises. Yes. <laughs> and say slurs. Oh, of course. Um, but I did play, I did use it with my best friend at the time, uh, occasionally. But it's just a fucking cool thing. I would use it when I was alone, too. Yeah. Just draw. Um, 98, um, I wouldn't have thought of this if it hadn't been for you putting something else on your list, but I put The Typing of the Dead. <laughs> Just a delightful little silly game. Nothing to say about The Typing of the Dead. I tried playing Typing of the Dead Overkill, um, I bought it on Steam, and it would not launch, so. I, for 98, I put that one... EXE that takes a screenshot of your desktop and lets you mess it up with like a hammer and a flamethrower and acid and all that. Your list is so much cooler I've than mine. I've seen so many titles like Desktop Destroyer or StressRelief.exe. I don't know what the original name of it is, but mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah. It's that. That's yeah. my 98th best video game of all time. 97. I have The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Um... I probably could put this game higher, but I kept it kind of low because I haven't finished it. Um, also, I've put like 30 hours into that game, and I kind of feel like, hmm, I would like to be finished. The main thing is I want to play the DLC, um, but I have so much more main campaign to play. Also, uh, as I put in my note, on some level, this game is not as good as The Witcher 1, a game I also didn't finish, but I do have a lot of affection for. Yeah, I played like five minutes of The Witcher 3 and it didn't hit me because I felt like it was a weird movement thing. Yeah. That was after they fixed it. Yeah. But the, I just like didn't feel like running around a big open world. I don't think I, I don't think I got used to the movement until like 10 hours into that game. It's difficult for me to get into games like that where I have to like take on a guy rather than make a guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I think of those... Games where you are given a character and dictate certain choices they make. I guess Deus Ex Human Revolution is my favorite of those, mm -hmm. but eh, I don't I don't vibe with that that often. Okay. Uh, my ninety seven is the Impossible Quiz from. <laughs> <laughs> That's from, a name uh, I've not heard in a long time. From uh, Newgrounds and DeviantArt. Yeah, I, there was a couple Newgrounds or Armor Games games I wanted to put on here. I never quite... I, I couldn't pick one, you know. They, there are a lot of them that I have affection for that didn't hang, but the Impossible Quiz, that's fun. You can also substitute this one for Happy Wheels or that other one that I mentioned earlier. I don't recall, I'm sorry. I don't remember the name of it. There's another one in that sort of vein. 
Um, but that's that's my answer for that one. Uh, classic. 96? Maple uh, Story? I guess I should explain what it is, maybe? Oh, sure, sure. It's like a quiz. It's like a Flash game. It's a quiz, but all the questions are tricks. Yes. And it's like, how... Like, they'll ask some question, and the direct answer is not the right answer. It's like, the answer is really big, and then A is like the word answer really big... B is infinity, C is an elephant, mm-hmm. and like the answer is C because an elephant is really big. But <laughs> you you might you might think the game is tricking you, and so you hit answer in a mm-hmm. really large font. You know, there's one where you have to put your mouse over a dot, and then it changes the whole screen blue. Oh right! And then you have to take your mouse outside of the game and go around to the other side to get to the button without crossing the blue right. pixels. That kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, you were talking about some bullshit. Ninety six Maple Story. Um, it's the only MMO I ever really got into. I played I played my share of Burning Crusade at one time, but Maple Story is the uh, MMO of my heart. Uh, you can't go back to it. People do run old vanilla Maple Story servers. Um, you can't go back. You just, you're not. You can't will it to be two thousand and four again. In my head, it occupies the same slot as Mavinogi. Which is the one that my friend was really into. I just, I got into Maple Story, and everybody I knew got into RuneScape, and um, I couldn't get into RuneScape because that game looks terrible. Visually. I didn't really understand RuneScape, so I had a hard time with it. Um, I played it a little bit, but it didn't click for me, in part because I had you no friends. You clicked a lot in that game, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> pour that coffee on your fucking laptop. <laughs> Again. Hit me with 96. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, 96 is Quop. Yeah. <laughs> Video games. Um, the bottom of my list is reserved for things that are very impactful or meaningful, but aren't really like... I don't love them. What's your best I, score in Quop? I don't fucking know. Like 10? I, th- I, think I, I, think my, <laughs> I think my best score is like 5, so... I don't remember how hard that... I mean, it was hard, but I don't remember like, what the... What a good score is. Yeah. Quop's rough. Quop's rough. For the young people in the audience, Quop was also a Flash game. Back, back in our day, uh, instead of getting over it with Bennett Foddy, we had Quop. <laughs> I think people still play Quop on streams. I think people do still play Quop on streams. Um, I just, I've watched many VTubers struggle with getting over it. Yeah. I did play five minutes of that, and then I was like, oh, this doesn't, this isn't fun. Instead of us explaining Quop, you can just type in Quop and be playing it while you listen to this podcast. I recommend it. I recommend it. Go type in Quop right now while listening to this, and by the end of the episode, tell us how good you did. Uh, you know what? You know what? I should, if you're, if, truly, if you're a really young person in the audience, that's Q-W-O-P. <laughs> <laughs> There genuinely might be people who are listening to this that don't know what Quop is, which is horrifying, but time marches onward, and time our list marches onward to 95, The Stanley Parable. That's on my to-do list. I, I played the other version. I don't... The first... What, yeah, was, what was the first one? The first one was a Half-Life 2 mod. That's that is, what I played. That is the version that I played originally. I do think the 2013 version is a little better, but it's it's... The twenty so there's a twenty twenty three version that kind of changes what the Stanley Parable is in in small ways. Not like, you know, oh we totally reimagined the game, but there's like tweaks to it. 
The 2013 version is the 2011 version with some additional stuff. Um, but yes, I, I had a, um, a phase where I was just playing cool source mods that came out. Um, this is, this we will is, get to that part of my list later. This is how I first played Dear Esther. I played Dear Esther before that was a video game you could buy. That was just a, you went to Half-Life2Mods.db or whatever the fuck. Um, I played Corsacovia this way. Um, Stanley Parable is the one of these that hit me the hardest because, um, at that time in my life, I liked meta stuff. Um, I kind of am over meta stuff generally. It's not like a mode I get into as much anymore, but yeah, I really liked Stanley Parable in, you know, 2011, 2013-ish. 95 for you. 95, SWAT 4. <laughs> I remember watching Let's Plays of SWAT 4 back in the day where the AI-controlled uh, squad mates would throw... The flash, the flashbangs, and uh, bounce them off the door frame by accident and blind the player. And this happened like pretty consistently. This is a, this is really you know back before we had Rainbow Six. <laughs> well, I, I don't think this is before we had Rainbow Six. Yeah, yeah. After we had Rainbow Six, but like Rainbow Six kind of disappeared for a few years, and then we had Rainbow Six Siege. Ah, uh, you but. know, I, I played a. I didn't play a ton of Rainbow Six Vegas, but that game's pretty cool. Um, we'll, we'll hear my Tom Clancy game later on. Rainbow this is a 2005 tactical FPS. Yeah. When did um when did Rainbow Six Vegas come out? I want to say 2007. I don't. Um, I don't know or care about Rainbow Six. Yeah. Yeah. Put your fucking coffee down, bitch. I'm just curious. Uh, 2007. There was a. My my experience. Two thousand six. Shit. My experience of two thousand. My experience of Tom Clancy games is entirely rentals. So my experience of Tom Clancy games is that one guy uh, on stage at E three who said Tom Clancy. Um, Ninety four for me. Yep. Uh, Tales of Vesperia. Um, this game's really fucking cool. Uh, I'm never going to finish it. I played it. While recovering from a surgery, um, being in the hospital was a very traumatic thing for me, um, and so I kind of, I picked up Tales of Vesperia knowing, and like, I think I'm in for some traumatic memories here. I'm gonna, you know, Tales of Vesperia is getting sacrificed at the altar of those traumatic memories. Um, really cool game, um, you know. The Bodyblastia. Yeah. My 94 is A Bug's Life for the PlayStation. Oh man, <laughs> I played more um, of the Toy Story 3D platformer, um, but I yeah, played some of that. Yeah, and also Buzz Lightyear Star Command. I also played more of the um, Bugs Life for Game Boy or Game Boy Color. I think Game Boy. That game's fucking hard. I got to the last level of this where you have to fight the bird, and I just couldn't mm -hmm. get past it. But I enjoyed all the other levels. Yeah. 93 Hitman 2016 um the the um I would like to play more Hitman 2016 than I have. I played, you know, 20ish hours of Hitman. Um there's now two sequels that I would like to play. Um but mostly, let's be real. This is here because of that one giant bomb Christmas special where they played Hitman. And they never uh, hit it as well as that first time. Yeah. They 
there's a lot of really good videos of Giant Bomb playing Hitman. There's a lot of really good videos of Giant Bomb playing so Hitman. So Giant Bomb used to be a website <laughs> about video games <laughs> for our younger <laughs> listeners. Um, but that that first that first Hitman Christmas special. Hitsmas. Hitsmas. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, 2016. Um I think it's 2016. I, I just think of J- Vinny in the Shaw outfit shimmying across that <laughs> fucking glass. Helma Kruger. <laughs> Is that Helma Kruger? <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the staircase thing. It was, yeah, of course. it was great. It's great. My 93 is Stronghold Crusader. Follow up to the... Holy fuck, man! <laughs> follow up to the real-time strategy game Stronghold. This was a Crusader-themed game. Uh, exactly as racist as you would imagine for that time period. Perhaps even more so. <laughs> Perhaps even more so. I think it was 2003. Go ahead and pull up Stronghold Crusader for me real quick. I'm, I'm 99% sure it's uh, 2003. Uh, this is notably not extreme. This is the normal yeah. version. Two thousand one. You can play it uh, on Steam now. It's, yeah, it's on Steam. Um, notably, Stronghold Crusader is way better than Stronghold Two. Notably, Stronghold Crusader came out in two thousand two. Oh Jesus! So, oh no! Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> September two thousand two. <laughs> um, oh no! It was it was pretty racist. It's um, it was really fun. Yeah. This this is in the same slot as uh, SimCity in my head. Whichever SimCity... I didn't have Stronghold Crusader. I didn't have SimCity. But my next door neighbor did. And mm-hmm. Godzor- Godzilla tore down many towns. Godzora. Godzora. <laughs> uh, 92? Frozen Synapse? This is a really cool little game. In my head, the only thing I know about Frozen Synapse is I've watched one Total Biscuit video in my life, and it was about Frozen Synapse. So I play it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Frozen Synapse multiplayer with people who really were into Total Biscuit and uh-huh. um, continued to be into Total Biscuit after, oh, say, August 2014. And, uh-huh. you know, I kind of stopped hanging out with those people around, oh, let's say August 2014. <laughs> But it's, uh, it's, it's, it seems like a neat little game. It's a really cool game. If you're listening to this and you want to play some Frozen Synapse with me, let me know. Um, I never played Frozen Cortex or Frozen Synapse 2. Um, so. But... Did you play the Frozen Throne? I did. I, man! <laughs> I gotta scroll to, like, number 20 and cut something to put Frozen Throne on here. I'm not doing that. But truthfully, Frozen Throne is more important to me. Is than... there no Warcraft on your list? There's no... Warcraft. That's crazy. Game. It's specifically Warcraft three. I I for I've right played five minutes of Warcraft one. Orcs and humans. Um, are you cutting NBA Jam? I'm not cutting. I'm not cutting <laughs> anything to put Frozen Throne on here. But genuinely, if I thought about it, Frozen Throne should be at like number thirty five on my list or something like that. Realistically, I would just bump Star Wars Battlefront two, and you know, my number two is Celeste. That's your second best game. <laughs> you said near number two instead of 92. I said my 92. Okay. Anyway, Celeste. I'm surprised that's not higher. I thought you... Yeah, I don't think about it that much. Mm-hmm. I've really passed out of being 
the platformer person, but a lot of this list is going to be platformers. Yeah, there was a time where I played a lot of 2D platformers, and I think the conclusion I've come to is I just like 3D platformers better, you know? I just don't have the time. I would rather play a RPG. <laughs> I don't have the time to be worrying about jumps. I gotta select options for menus. <laughs> 91, speaking of 3D platformers, I have Croc, Legend of the Gobos. Um, gobos? Gobos. Gobos? I, I, I've always said gobos. It could be gobos, I guess. It's two Bs, so it's definitely gobos. That's what people call goblins. Um, I guess, yeah. It's gobos. Um... This was, like, after I, you know, I, I think I got my PS1 for, like, my third birthday or something, and then I would have gotten Croc for, like, Christmas that year. I just played a lot of Croc. Why is that... Are you, like, wearing Croc so much? No. Um, I, I Listener, why is Croc Legend of the Gobos so hard? Why is that game so fucking hard? You are a child. <laughs> Hit me with your 91. World of Goo! Yeah, man, World of Goo. World of Goo, it's a puzzle game. You make little globs of goo and you build structures out of them to get yeah. stuff or get across places. I don't really remember. Yeah. I played like 24, 25 hours. Yeah. World of Goo. Classic of like pre-2012 Steam. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Back the back when Steam was like, I could just load up Steam and just be like, oh, that looks cool. Before it was just like either all the games I've already heard of or the worst games in the universe. Um, ninety. You know what? I could cut this game and put um, Frozen Throne into here. Not doing it. But ninety, super hot. Super hot. Super hot. What's your number ninety? <laughs> My number 90 is League of Legends! <laughs> I was surprised this wasn't higher when you showed me that you added it to your list. I just, out of some form of obligation, I've played probably more League of Legends than any game, video game ever. Mm -hmm. Even TF2, I don't think I got higher than like 200 or 300 hours. But League of Legends is almost an hour per game. And I've played hundreds of hours. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of games of yeah. League of Legends. I um I started in 2011. Yeah. I last played it in 2021. Mm -hmm. So a you could decade always go of, back. Yeah, I, I could always go back. I don't have the same account, unfortunately. But I played it off and on for a decade. And mm. I just... You know, I considered putting Runeterra here, but I just remembered how mad I got with Runeterra at the end. And so then I thought about putting Hearthstone here, and I remembered how much I hated Hearthstone by the end of my time playing it. And so I thought about putting MTG Arena on here, and then I remembered how much I hated MTG Arena by the time I finished playing it. So, yeah, I'm not good at I'm not good at competitive card games is the thing. Uh, 89 Need for Speed Most Wanted. That's 2005. Um, I really don't like the Criterion Need for Speed Most Wanted. Controversial opinion, um, but Need for Speed Most Wanted 2005 is like a way better game. And uh, one of the first drive, one of the first racing games I really sunk my teeth into. Um, there's going to be a couple of racing games on here, and um, I'm not I'm not saying it's the first, but it's one of it's one of the first that I put like I comp 100 of that game, and then kept playing it after that. Mm -hmm. Because I liked the feeling of driving. My number 89 is A New Life, which is a very recent 
little, um, I guess, visual novel. It is about the Humongo virus, mm-hmm. I believe it's called in that story. Yeah. It's on itch. Uh, I thought it was very touching. It's a little cloying, but if you make me cry, you're on my list. <laughs> Which is why Celeste is on the list. Um, 88. Starfield. Starfield? Starfield. That game's not coming out. <laughs> it did. We did a podcast about it, even. <laughs> That's uh, the last podcast I was on. I, I have no... We already did a podcast. We, we did I, do I, a podcast I, I'm, about I'm, it. I have nothing to say about Starfield at this moment. Uh, I'm reading some really good Starfield fan fiction. You should look up Throne for a Loop on AO3. It's pretty good. Um, it's I'm, some... I'm really enjoying it. If I do this list again in five years, don't be surprised if Starfield is at, like, 25. You know? I just, uh, I like Starfield. I wanted to, to adjust for recency bias and put it a little lower on the list. 88 Melty Blood. Yeah! <laughs> Not much to say. It's, it's Melty Blood. I don't know about the new one. I haven't played the new one. Yeah. This is just Melty Blood. We, this is a bathroom money match Melty Blood. Yeah. You know, we have not played Type Lumina really, either of us. Um, I. 87? Real quick. I thought about getting Type Lumina. And then, as I was thinking about that, they announced um, Unist 2, and I was like, we're just going to play Under Night 2. Let's be real here. Under- yeah. Yeah. Batista. Uh, that's that's the bitch. Yeah. 87, Fire Emblem Awakening. Why do you like that one so much? I, I wanted Krom to impregnate me when I was 16 <laughs> years old, and I started to have some thoughts about my sexuality. I see. I started to think about, huh... I seem really thirsty for this man, for someone who's so, supposed to be straight. Yeah, one of uh, one of Matt Mercer's biggest uh, earlier roles. I almost choked on my coffee. You would rather be choking on a prom. <laughs> Please, can we move on? Eighty-seven, Delta Rune, Chapter One. Uh. It's just really good. They made a shorter Undertale. It's way kind of. better than Undertale. Way better than Undertale. Uh, it's not really Undertale, but yeah, it's, it's it's just way better. I like the characters a lot more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You go. I'm not going to talk about Deltarune because we might end up talking about it a little more later. Um, 86 Oneric Gardens. If you listened to the Voip Life, um, uh. Oneric Gardens is a, another game from the same developer as Crypt World, which has a new uh, sequel out now called Crypt Underworld. Oneric Gardens, um, kind of from the same phase as when I was playing Source Mods, but um, it looks... It's more Quake visually um, than um, than Half-Life. Um, Oneric Gardens just kind of opened me up to a new world of, like, what a video game could be. You could just be in a space and kind of looking at weird art, you know? Um, uh, and I didn't want to put Bubsy Visits the James Terrell retrospective on here because I think Ben Esposito sucks, and I think Sonic Dreams Collection is one of the worst things that's ever happened to video games. Mm-hmm. So, My 85 is actually pretty resonant with that game. 86, 86. 86. My 86 is actually pretty resonant with that one. It's uh, Conan Exiles. which is a multiplayer online survival game it can be Mm -hmm. i played it offline um 
I have a good time with it. That's where my current D&D character came from. And from whom I have spun off to write a bunch of stuff about. Mm-hmm. So. Um, 85, The Secret of Monkey Island. Um, what is The Secret of Monkey Island? Uh, never pay more than $20 for a video <laughs> game. Um, I think that's actually from Monkey Island, too. Um, I, um, give me one sec. I have to send one quick text message to my girlfriend. Um, um... We get it. You have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, 85. Yeah, Secret of Monkey Island. Um, I had a, I, I'm a really big Double Fine person, um, and I played Secret of Monkey Island. Yeah, it's maybe 15 years old. I'd really like to revisit it. That's kind of why it's kind of lower on this list. Um, I struggle with adventure games because I really like them in concept. I really like watching M and Dia play adventure games. This is, but. I- I like the idea of a couple of them. Um, there's some Wajidai yeah. uh, published games that I think are really interesting. They look really nice, like Techno Babylon and Shardlight. I really want to play. Um, and also The Longest Journey, I know would be my shit, but I just struggle with the yeah the gameplay of it. And yeah, same. I played Myst, and I fucking hated it. I, I really did. I know that's like... a different thing, but like, you know. I really did my best to play Gemini Rue, another Wajidai game. Um, I really did everything I could, and I just... <clears throat> it's a genre I struggle with, but I got through a Secret of Monkey Island by virtue of um, some guides on Game Facts, and I really love Secret of Monkey Island. So, yeah. Um, my 85 is Persona 4 Golden. I played it over the course of a weekend when I was maybe the maybe the more maybe the most depressed I've ever been mm-hmm. this is the time in my life when I got really into sword art mm-hmm. and then the next time I was the most depressed I've ever been I rewatched sword art <laughs> I did not replay Persona 4 but I did buy Persona 5 mm-hmm. um, I don't know it was neat I played it on the Vita I played the whole sort of <sighs> just blew through it uh, I had a good time don't much care for it now as an RPG. Yeah, um, I'm getting to the end of it, and I, I would like to be done dungeoning. I don't want to be done social linking, but I want to be done with the dungeon part of the game. And I think I've got two more dungeons left, and the idea of that is horrifying to me. I think I'm pretty much done with Persona forever, unless something changes, because I just don't think that the the RPG part is very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see a, I could see myself getting really into like Nocturne. I could see the version of this where like the RPG clicks for me a little bit more because Persona Four RPG stuff was clicking for me for most of the game, and it's been just like the last two dungeons, Void Quest and the Secret Laboratory, where I'm like, man, I want to be done. Um, this is one of the very few games that is on my list in two places. If you, in terms of like franchises, mm-hmm. but only if you take a very broad view of what a franchise is. I, I, I believe Nia had nine SMT games on her list, so. I have two SMT games mm-hmm. Shin Megami Tensei Persona th- 4 Golden, mm-hmm. and another one later. 
84. Castlevania. I saved scum to the fuck out of this game. I don't care. It's one of the coolest games I've ever played. I should play more action Castlevanias. Classic Vanias. Um, classic Vanias. I should play more classic Vanias. Um, you know, obviously 3 is the one that um, most intrigues me next. Um, Not 2? Yeah, 2 seems neat and all. Honestly, I might scratch out my Castlevania and put Simon's Quest in there. Um, so I had a really good time with Simon's Quest. Did I know Dia is a big Simon's Quest person? Did she let's play? I don't think so. Um, if Dia let's plays Simon's Quest, then then I'll watch Dia play Simon's Quest. But I I don't have a ton of interest in playing Simon's Quest myself. I'm sorry. <clears throat> You're 84. No, I'm not. <laughs> You're 27. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, my 84 is, I want to be the guy. <laughs> Maybe you fucking heard of it. <laughs> and honestly, there are, if people don't know what Quop is, they certainly don't know what I want to be the guy is. So I want to be the guy is a uh, platformer in, inspired by things like... Um, being unfair Mario and... Kaizo yeah and La Mulana I guess I think La Mulana might be La Mulana is talked about in the same sort of breath as I want to be the guy the thing is I'd really like to play La Mulana because the puzzles sound interesting but every time I've tried to get into La Mulana I'm like oh right the platforming in this game is also fucking hard um what's the other one a thousand and one spikes that I tried to get into um, that well, let me tell you what's in I Want to Be the Guy. A Thousand and One Spikes for sure. <laughs> um, so this game came out in 2007. Um, it Ramalana is... came out in 2006. Okay. Uh, I Want to Be the Guy is sort of um, an homage to what it can feel like, I guess, to play older like NES platformers mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, it is intentionally cruel mm -hmm. and uh, misleading and difficult. Mm -hmm. It's one of these of like... It's the impossible quiz of platformers. It is the impossible quiz of platformers. Like the first room is like you drop down and then a big spike wall gets you and you have to like, oh, okay, if I stand on the uh, to the right, it'll come at me and stop. Mm -hmm. And then if I go to the drop, follow it all the way down, drop down, and go to the left, the next spike will come in from the right and not hit me. And then the third one, it also comes from the right, so it instantly gets you <laughs> as you drop down. So you have to drop down and then double jump to avoid it. I thought that you were kind just, of thing. I thought you're you were just supposed to go up in the very first level of the room. You can go both ways. It's an it's a Metroidvania. I didn't know you could go down. You can. Go I've down. always just gone up. Yeah, up is the easier path, because that's where you fight Mechaberto, I think. Yeah. Um, and Zangief, Meg Big Zangief. Big Geef. So this is a a huge mix-up of, like, different video game assets and yeah. jokes. Um, Mike Tyson of Punch-Out is there. Mike Tyson's the first boss. Yeah. Yeah, not, not Birdo. Birdo's later. Okay. Um... But you have to kill all the bosses, just like Super Metroid, so you can open the last area. Um, it's just super hard, 
in a really frustrating way, but I did play like probably 40 plus hours if I want to be the guy. Um, I bested Fruit Spike and Moon. <laughs> That's what he says when he confronts the guy. Mm-hmm. Your play as the kid. Mm. Um, he says, I have bested Fruit Spike and Moon. Now I shall best you, the guy. And it's, it's neat. Uh, it was a big thing in early Let's Plays. Early yeah. video Let's Plays. Yeah, yeah. To the point that people were, like, complaining that everybody was Let's Play, I Want to Be the Guy. There were just fewer games in that era. <laughs> but it, it was like fucking Happy Wheels. There, there were fewer games, and there were fewer games that were playable on stream. What's a thing now where people play it and they fuck it up a bunch? Like like getting over it, I guess. Yeah. It, that's the vibe. Yeah. You want to watch your guy play it so that he'll get mad and scream. Yeah. I had a ringtone at the time that was an isolated scream from one person who was playing I Want to Be the Guy who screamed <laughs> why at like Mechaberto. And like that was my ringtone. Mm-hmm. So I would be hanging out with my friends at the Quiznos and suddenly my phone would start screaming at me. <laughs> and it, it startled me every time, but it was really funny, I thought, as a child. 83. I have NBA Jam 2010. Um, I just played so much of this fucking game, dude. Um, I have gone back to the 90s NBA Jam, and I don't think it's as good as the 2010 NBA Jam, and I think they should make another one of these fucking games. Because, um, much as it's fun to, uh, I think it's, I'm gonna double check, um, is Marc Gasol the one? Okay, 2010 Lakers. I'm just gonna pull this up real quick. I can remember what's... Um... Roster. Thank you. Eric Fisher. Pal Gasol. Pal Gasol. Um, okay, so I played a lot of NBA Jam with my friend who, A, was better at the game, and B, would always play as Kobe and Pal Gasol and would fucking wreck my shit. Um, uh, I would usually play as um, Team Sprite, honestly. Um, which was two LeBrons. That's cheating. <laughs> There was also Team Democrat and Team Republican. Um, Good lord. Yeah, that game's a little, more than a little cringe. 83, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game. That's fucking video games right there. I played through this whole game with a friend in one afternoon. It was like an eight-hour session. Who didn't? Um, it was fun. I had a good time. It's the only beat-em-up I've ever liked. I thought about putting Streets of Rage 3 on here for similar reasons. Of, Although I, it's not the only beat-em-up on this list. I don't, I'm don't. i not really a beat-em-up person, um, but Streets of Rage 3 and Scott Pilgrim are the two that I really vibed with. And I don't know. Maybe I could get into beat-em-ups as an adult. Who knows? You could become a River City Ransom guy. Barf! <laughs> 82, I have Minesweeper. I have nothing to say about Minesweeper. It's just good. Number 82, I have Siege of Avalon. Siege of Avalon. That's right. Another sort of... Um... Oh, this is a blast from the past, all right. Did you Have you seen this before? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this was an episodically released CRPG from the year 2000. Same neighbor who had uh, Stronghold Crusader had this game. I did not get into it as much. Was I your neighbor? <laughs> um it's uh it's a very easily broken crpg 
with some Diablo-y elements. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also pretty racist in the, like, uh, archetypical D&D way. Yeah. Um, it is a simple... Um, not, a, not a whole lot going on narratively, but I had a great time with it, and that was one of my first CRPGs. Um, you can play as a woman, but the game doesn't really acknowledge that. Ah, Dragon Quest Three. <laughs> I think they still call you sir, and they still say that you're the brother of this other NPC. Ah, Dragon Quest Three. <laughs> um, and the, the the graphics aren't such that you can like really get a good idea of what your character looks like, even though you can change their hair color. Mm. I think you can pick between three different little polygons for their hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had a great time with it. Um, the stealth is so overpowered in that game. 81. Tetris. Tetris? Specifically, the version of Tetris that was on Tetris.com in like 2012-ish. Maybe a little earlier. Yeah, I remember playing Tetris on Tetris.com a lot at my mom's house. I, the, the, so she moved out of that house in 2010, so... Even earlier than that. Uh, you know, I was... I did not stop playing Tetris in 2010. I still continued to play a lot of Tetris all through high school. Um, also, Game Boy Tetris is the other Tetris uh, I played a lot of. I played Tetris on my mom's flip phone. Yeah, I played a lot of Tetris on a flip phone, for sure. Number 82... 81... Sunset Riders! Specifically, the Super Nintendo port of Sunset Riders. I don't know this at all. I think it was an arcade game originally. It is a it's a it's a side scrolling shooter shoot 'em up. Yeah. You are a little cowboy guy and you run through levels and shoot guys. There's the the first guy, the first boss is Simon Greedwell. And when you kill him he says, Bury me with my money. <laughs> uh never beat it. But um it's just fucking cool. It's it's arcadey. You shoot guys. You get power-ups and make your guns do crazy shit. Um, I thought about putting a Metal Slug on here, but I I don't have... Metal Slug was just like there was at the laser tag place, they had a Metal Slug machine. I couldn't tell you which Metal Slug it was. I don't know that we ever cleared it. We mostly just played it while waiting to play laser tag. The skating rink we went to a lot had an Ergies machine mm. god bless the ring yeah and it had soul caliber but i couldn't tell you which soul caliber either one or two yeah um probably two probably i had Maybe a, one there was a bowling alley around me with a soul edge machine by which i mean either soul edge or soul caliber not one or two yeah um and it also had something else that i don't remember galaga and pac-man double Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Those were fucking everywhere. Those were fucking everywhere. They, they. Anytime you opened a bar between the year nineteen ninety and two thousand and five, they just gave you one of those. Um, eighty. Um, a game that I'm sure you hate because of how much I played it for a little while there. Mini Metro. I love, I love you're valid. You're allowed to play games on your phone. I. I spent. You're not a, allowed to neglect your wife to I, play train game. I have spent so much time ignoring you to play the little train game on my phone. <laughs> Number eighty, another world. Oh yeah, I didn't know you were another world person. Yeah, that's great. I watched a let's play of it, and then I played some of it myself recently. Uh, it's just cool. 
I played um, Heart of Darkness, which I think is the same team as this game. If it's not, it's very inspired by Another World. Um, seems neat. Seems really neat. Yeah, the remaster looks like shit, but you can. It does. It does. You can just make it go. You can make it look good. Yeah, that's that's the other thing about Secret of Monkey Island was there's a the version of Secret Monkey Island I played had a version that looked like shit, and that was when I discovered you could hit like the F10 key or something and make it look good. And I was like, I remember spending like an hour being like going through every screen and being like, does the does the old version of this game just look better? Old game look good? Oh, pixel art? Superior to... <laughs> um, yeah. 79, I have Stardew Valley. Hmm. Nothing to say about it. Do you have the mod where they jerk off? I, d- I don't have any uh, Minotaur jerking off mods in here. What? Well, I don't know about all that. Didn't, Is there a Minotaur? There's, there's something... Didn't Travis McElroy get in Hollywood? Oh, I wasn't even thinking about that. Uh, yeah, there is also the mod where you can add jerking off to their schedule. I just remember the news article about it that I think Patrick Klepek wrote. My thing about Stardew Valley is just that I don't care about the villagers very much. I have never been very charmed by the people of Stardew Valley. The they one They eat rocks. They're fucking weirdos. My 79 is Slice and Dice. It's a mobile game. It's a roguelike you have a team of little guys. They have a die. Each side of the die has a thing they can do. You roll it. You can re-roll it two times. Uh, and then you have to deal with, like, you know what the enemy's going to do. They're going to damage this person or they're going to apply this effect. And you have to re-roll to try and get the right things to <clears throat> manage whatever's coming at you and de- defeat them. You might shield up and then try to, like, take them down. It's so easy to lose an hour or two to slice and dice. Yeah, it really it's $3. is. Three dollars. It's three dollars. Oh, this is not on my list, but people should check out Tori 3D. Um, that game's one dollar and uh, totally worth it. Mm-hmm. I just you, you jogged my memory. <laughs> I played Tori 3D last Move night. Move on. Uh, seventy-eight. Hey, hey, hey! It's Crazy Taxi. You're okay. Get in. A <laughs> oh, man. I played so much Crazy Taxi, and you know who else played so much Crazy Taxi is my dad. My dad, who hated video games, did not like video games, but he got me Crazy Taxi, and he's like, this one's good, actually. This game rocks. Um, and he always he always made me feel bad, because my dad, being, you know, an adult, uh, was way better at Crazy Taxi than I was. <laughs> and so he would get, like, way better scores than me, and I was like, Dad, you can't... I feel... <laughs> my 78 is let's go jungle lost on the island of spice what the fuck are you talking let's about? go jungle lost on the island of spice i'm once again googling video games <laughs> <laughs> this is a light gun arcade game that you can play with one or two players you were describing this game to me an hour ago come to think of it and you play as ben and nora no relation who are on uh, a misadventure on a on an island? It's the island of spice, um, and you have to shoot all the crazy animals that are trying to get you, and also like save each other and sync up and like mm-hmm. if you do really good together. Um, we played this version with the turret. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
if you did really good as like a team, then your like um, compatibility score would go up. And if you did really good, then at the end of the game, they would get back together. This version uh, here with the um, Jeep reminds me of there's a really good Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park yeah. light gun game. You knew you knew what I was talking yeah, about. Of course. Uh, that game is cool. Uh, played a lot of the Jurassic Park light gun game. But we, we would play it as a group. We had like six people at the uh, main event or uh, even the Chuck E. Cheese. It might have been a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, the, the Jurassic Park was also <clears throat> a Chuck E. Cheese. And we would just uh, do our best. Yeah. We never beat it. Um, 77. Bioshock 2. <clears throat> Boo. I feel, I feel pretty vindicated by history on this one. Because I... Okay. Bioshock was very important to me. Very much opened me up to a world of, like, story-based games that, you know, was impactful to me when I was young. I do not much care for Bioshock 1 anymore. Um, I, do, I don't much care for Bioshock Infinite for very obvious reasons. Um, at the time, I did not like Bioshock 2 as much as I liked Bioshock 1, but I have come around to it. And then I remember for a couple years there, there were people saying that, like, oh, man, Bioshock 2 is not very good, but Minerva's Den, that's the good shit. And uh, I've always liked... Minerva's Den is the best part of Bioshock 2, but I have always liked regular Bioshock 2 just fine, and it has only grown in my estimation over the years, and I feel like now the general consensus is that, yeah, Bioshock 2 is the best one of them, so I feel kind of vindicated, you know? I don't... I don't know nothing about Bioshock 2. But, you know what I do know about? Last Blade 2. That's a fucking video game right there. <clears throat> Available on consoles, but also on the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Hmm... I didn't know there was a... You were showing me Last Blade 2 a while back. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to go... I didn't know there was a Neo Geo Pocket Color. Um, oh, yeah. No, I did see some videos of this. This is rad, it's dude. It's really cool. This is fucking rad. Last Blade 2 is the is the game that I like. But also, I don't remember if the Last Blade 2 specifically is on the Neo Geo. But whatever is on the Neo Geo mm -hmm. is fucking sick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, this just reminded me, uh, this, this guy is dive kicking and it reminded me of something that's going to happen later in my list. Are you going to dive kick me? I am going to dive kick you by the end of this podcast. Well, I'm crouching in the corner, so. <laughs> uh, 76, Batman Arkham Asylum. Um, you're frowning at me. It's not the Batman Arkham game I would put here, but you know. Did they make more Batman Arkham games? They made three of them. Because to my knowledge, there's only the one Batman Arkham game, and they never made a sequel to I this. I really liked Arkham City. I hate Arkham City. You hate Arkham Knight more. I, I hate Gotham Arkham Knight. Knight. No, no, no. Arkham, Arkham Knight. Knight yeah. Gotham Knights is the new one. Gotham Knights is the new one. Uh -huh. That's right. Don't touch my boob on the podcast. Touch, touch, touch. <laughs> um, I was talking to Molly about Arkham Asylum last week, and I was like, I bet if I replayed Arkham Asylum in 2023, I would not like it as much as I used to. But um, that doesn't matter. Batman Arkham Asylum. It was my, you know, there was a time, there was a long stretch of my life where this was a top 10 game. I know? liked it fine when I played it, but it was, I felt it was kind of like mid 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked, I actively liked Arkham City more than this, there, which I played right after. There's a lot of stuff in this game that I suspect I would not like as much as me anymore. Like, even at the time, the boss fights were, you know, bad, but I bet that would bother me more now than it did back then, you know? 76, Animal Crossing Wild World. Yeah. That's Animal Crossing. There's another Animal that's, Crossing. That's like Animal better. Crossing. There's a... I played it as a kid. It came out in 2005, so I was like 12. I had one friend. That's who I played Animal Crossing with. They should make more Animal Crossing. Eh, I'm okay. They should They should make a better Animal Crossing game. They should make an Washington. Animal Crossing level for Katamari. They should. And then you can roll up all your guys. <laughs> they should be a Nintendo Katamari game where you can just go through Nintendo levels rolling. Um, 75, I have 10 million, um, for people who don't know, I think You Must Build a Boat, the sequel, um, was a little more successful, but 10 million is like a, a like, match three game with, like, sort of a progression system outside of the game, where it's like, when you match, so you match three, and you do, like, damage to RPG enemies, and as you get more gold, you can upgrade the damage you do, or your armor, or how quickly you can attack, or whatever. Um, and it's just a very satisfying loop. Um, and the nice thing is that there's an ending to it. And so you could really... I did sink lots and lots and lots and lots of hours into it. And then you finish the game. You just um, reminded me of Match 3, the podcast. Oh, no. I'm Talk so sorry. time capsule. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I listened to a lot of Match 3 in its day. Yeah, I listened to the entire run of Match 3. I did too. 75 Wii Sports. That's a fucking Colon, video game. It's fucking Wii Sports. <laughs> Wii Sports, brackets, but especially Wii Bowling. Have you ever done bathroom bowling? No. It's where you play Wii Sports, and your turn is coming up on bowling, but you're shitting. And so you just go for it <laughs> from the toilet. <laughs> No, I think we just paused the game generally. <laughs> Someone had to. All right, well, I'm built different. <laughs> you should watch Eddie Burback's Wii Sports video. Oh, yeah. About Wii Bowling. Mm-hmm. Where he tries oh, to... Oh, I did watch that. He tries to bowl two perfect games of Wii Bowling in a row. He really goes through hell trying to do that. Next. Next. 74, Crash Team Racing. 74. Hey! Uh, <laughs> what do you have to say about Crash Team Racing? Crash Team Racing was, like, one of the first games I ever played. Um, I... The thing is, that Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped is the first game I ever played, and I tried replaying it last year, and it's not very good. It's not very good, Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped. Crash Team Racing, played that last year. That game still rocks. One of the, one of the best story modes in a racing game. I, I'm not being facetious with that. I really like the story mode of that game. 74, Icewind Dale. I didn't know you liked that game. Yeah. It's fun. Do you, you don't like Baldur's Gate, is that I it? I don't like Baldur's Gate. Right. But Icewind Dale is Baldur's Gate with less plot. Yeah. Which means less writing. Yeah. Uh, which means it's a better game. Yeah. It's just more of a dungeon crawler uh, sort of RPG and that's fine. I had a good time. 73. This was like the first thing that I'm starting to feel like really passionate about on my list. Like this, I feel like I've entered a new tier of the list here. 
Luigi's Mansion, dude. I've played Luigi's Mansion so many times. Um, Society, if I knew about Resident Evil back then, but uh, Luigi's Mansion, that game fucking goes. That game is so good. People didn't like that third one, did they? Uh, I know that M and Dia really like the second and third games. I played Luigi's Mansion 2 when it was new, and I didn't like how it changed the formula so much, but that's also I didn't know about Resident Evil back then, so... Uh, Imagine if they made a new Luigi's Mansion that played like Resident Evil 4. (laughs) (laughs) 73, Evergrace. Yeah, yeah. From Soft, I think 2002, maybe 2004. Uh, Probably 2004. PlayStation 2 uh, action RPG? Action adventure RPG? Yeah. Um... It's just sick as hell. It's so cool. I'd really like to play some old FromSoft games. You watched that... There's that person who did that really good video essay about, like, old FromSoft games. Um, and that's where you learned about Evergrace from. And that video essay is pretty good. Um, and I'd really like to go play, like, Kingsfield. You need to play Echo Knight. I need to play that's, Echo Knight. That's the autumn game. I need to play Echo Knight. That's the one. Um, but Evergrace is really cool. I haven't... Like, played through the whole thing. I'd like to someday, but I probably never will. Um, they also made a sequel. Um, 72. This is really what I mean when I say we've entered a new tier of the list. Strider, the 1989 Capcom arcade game. This game goes so fucking hard, dude. Um, Strider 2 also goes fucking hard. I could have very easily started Strider 2 for the PS1 into this uh, list, but... I've played... Strider is a Resident Evil 4-esque game in that I played Strider on the PS2. I played Strider on the PS3. I played Strider on my PC. I would play Strider on the PS4 if it was there. Um, well, there is a version of Strider for the PS4. <laughs> I don't I don't like that game as much. No, It's not a bad game by any stretch. It's like a pretty satisfying Metroidvania, but it's, it's not Strider. Um, also, I have speedrun Strider for the NES one time. It's a very easy speed run. Hmm. Um, I don't much care for Strider for the NES, but a uh, cool speed run game. 72, Angband. Yeah. Angband is a roguelike, um, an older, older roguelike. I watched a lot of you playing Angband. You know, you didn't watch that much. This is the one with all the windows. Oh, okay. It has multiple different windows um that have like here this this little window that you can move around on your on your desktop you like have different they are open in separate like instances like your inventory uh description of everything you see uh your map like everything is all around um and you go through and it's one of these that i kind of have a difficulty getting into in roguelikes where like the world is really, really big, and there's a lot of systems. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can just be like, yeah, I'm going to start digging. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start digging a tunnel. And there's no up and down, aside from going through staircases. But, like, you can just decide, I'm going to start digging and see if I find treasure. Mm-hmm. And then you might find monster instead. Um, just, like, a really big, sprawling roguelike. Very dangerous for your little guy. Um, and it's Angband. Which is a place in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. You make your guy 
uh, based on Lord of the Rings like character options. You can you can play as a Dunedain, which means that you get way fewer levels, but you start stronger. Like it takes a lot longer to level up because they live for so long that they don't change very quickly. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, same with elves. Um, if we got you a new laptop that wasn't the loudest thing in the universe, would you go back to doing Let's Plays? Because yeah, I really liked when you used to do Let's Plays. Maybe. You did really good Let's Plays. Um, I didn't really do Let's Plays, I just did Quick Looks. Well, yeah, but you did really good Quick Looks. Uh, 71, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Um, <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I haven't, I haven't played it. What the fuck? <laughs> I should play Frog Game. I should play uh, the Frog for Whom the Bell Tolls. Should play Minish Cap. I have played Minish Cap. I stand by what I said. And you should play Minish Cap. It's not as good as Link's Awakening. It's pretty fucking good. It's good. It's pretty good. It's not not as good as Link's Awakening. Seventy one Dead Space. Yeah. I, that game probably would have made this list if I didn't replay it last year and not like it as much. I think it's cool. It's cool. It's re- don't get me wrong. Dead Space, cool game. It's in the seventies. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, seventy. Did you have more to say about Dead Space? You looked at me. Okay. Uh, seventy. The Beast Within, a Gabriel Knight mystery. Um, you should watch Dia and M play this game. Um. It is the best Let's Play I have ever watched. 70, Mirror's Edge. (laughs) The other half of the duo that is Dead Space and Mirror's Edge. I just, they're paired to me. Is Mirror's Edge a bad game? Yes. Is it one of the 100 best games of all time? Also, yes. (laughs) I feel like Mirror's Edge and Dead Space are exactly the same quality, but you feel differently about that statement. Yeah. Um, Uh, You know, I... I haven't played Mirror's Edge since I don't know Mirror's Edge Two dropped, and so pretty cool game. I should I should revisit Mirror's Edge. I think before I really pass judgment on, um, probably since before Mirror's Edge Two dropped. Honestly, um, sixty nine. Nice nights. It's not. It's not nice. It's nights. It is nice. Into dreams. Nights um, into dreams. I think I've played about five minutes of this game in my entire life, but I've watched you play a lot of Nights into Dreams on our TV. This game is so fucking good. It's fantastic. It's fantastic, dude. I also, rec- that Nights into Christmas is really cute. I recently installed it into onto the <clears throat> Steam Deck specifically so I could play Christmas Nights since it's now the Christmas season. 69. Nice. House of the Dead 2! Yeah! Another fixture of movie theaters and skating rinks like it's classic like i say i like typing of the dead better but house of the dead 2 pretty fucking good pretty fucking cool it's a cool video game you shoot the zombies yeah we were watching some footage of house of the dead 3 and 4 yesterday it's cool it's cool it's kind of like we have resident evil at home (laughs) kind of like we have resident evil at home uh, 68, Ultra Street Fighter 4, Arcade Edition. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Bump, 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 I'm so bad at Street Fighter 4. <laughs> Number 68, Tetris. Yeah. Do you have, what's your preferred flip phone? I like Tetris Effect. I had a really good time with that, especially high. 
Yeah. You you scarf down a couple edibles and start playing Tetris Effect, you're gonna have a good <laughs> time. We should play Res one of these days. Neither um, of us have played Res, I don't think. I played it a lot on on like a fucking Nokia flip phone. Yeah. I played it on basically anything, really. It's Tetris. That's, there's no bad Tetris. Mm. No. So, um, next. 67, Ratchet and Clank Going Commando. This is the second Ratchet and Clank game. I played all four of the PS2 Ratchet and Clank games multiple times. This one's my favorite. I think Up Your Arsenal is the the sort of fandom consensus better game, but I like Going Commando a little better. Um, I just like the guns in it. Um, I have heard from many people that uh, the PS3 games are the best ones. I've heard from many people that Rift Apart is really good. The new one. Um, have not played any of them after Deadlocked. Have not played any of the PS3 games. Have not played any of the PS4 or now PS5 games. Would like to, but it's pretty low on my list. I've kind of played enough Ratchet and Clank for a lifetime. Going Commando is my favorite. Number 67, I told you that there would be another beat-em-up on this game, despite saying that Scott Pilgrim is the only one I liked. Mm -hmm. It's because I haven't actually gotten a chance to personally play Shadows Over Mistara. Oh, yeah! The second D&D beat-em-up with some light RPG elements. Uh, I think it's sick. I think that character art kicks ass. We should Let's Play Shadows Over Mistara or something. Yes. You You and me. And Curly. And Curly. Yeah. 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 That's fucking video gaming That's right there. That's fucking video gaming. Um, 66. 66. Hades. Um, Hades nuts. <laughs> my note here is that Artemis is my wife. No, I'm your wife. Artemis. No, Nora. Artemis. Nora. Artemis. Um, 66. The Outer Worlds. <sighs> It's it's just a good video game. <laughs> I think that, you know, I think the writing is shit, but as a RPG to play, I always have a really good time. I believe Molly's words to me were every time Nora starts replaying the Outer Worlds, it takes a year off her life. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> they made a really good RPG system in the worst written game ever. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it up to you on my next one, though. Um, 65, Gravity Bone. Um, this... For, <laughs> don't make eyebrows at me. <laughs> um, Gravity Bone is, this is a... This a DLC for Gravity Rush, right? Gravity Bone is a 15-minute little walking around game. You play through, like, a montage. Um, it's cool. 30 Flights of Loving is a far more beloved and successful game. I like Gravity Bone. I like Gravity Bone a little better. And also, when I first played Gravity Bone, it was a friend sending me this and being like, "Hey, check out this weird thing." And I was like, "Okay, sure." And so that is, you know, that is a much better way to play that game than oh man, I can't. Thirty Flights of Loving is coming out, the follow up to Gravity Bone, and it, Thirty Flights of Loving is a really great game, but it's pretty similar to Gravity Bone, you know. So. You know, just a better way to get to know that game. Number 65, Perfect Cherry Blossom. What the fuck is that? The seventh video game, or second after the soft reboot, in the 
Toho Project. Ah, there we go. Uh, this is the one that I played. Uh, I've dipped my toe into Toho a couple times. I have a lot of fondness for that first game, uh, Highly Receptive to Prayers, which is no longer, it's like, you know, Deutero canon, I guess you could call it. Um, <laughs> what? It's just Deutero canon Toho Project <laughs> games. It's a very... Well, there were the six games before Windows, mm-hmm. and then from... Or five, and then six on are on Windows, and there's kind of a soft reboot. I was gonna, I was gonna ask: Is Windows a mechanic in the game? No, you mean the operating system. Windows. I mean the operating system Windows. I think they're PC ninety eight games. Before um, that. Yeah. Um, I think is really cool. I haven't gotten that into it. I like some of the characters. I played a lot of Perfect Cherry Blossom back in the day, um, so I wanted to. If you're if you're listening to this podcast right now, please go type in um, go to go to twitter.com and search like at uh, neither Nora and Severian and see if you can find her tweet about Severian <laughs> Elric um, Corwin Corwin and Raceland. and Raceland talking about Toho girls, which is. <laughs> the the Venn diagram it's, you have to be part of to be aware of those four fantasy novel protagonists and also Toho characters. <laughs> I think I'm the only person who could make that tweet. Because <laughs> I knew I knew all those. I knew Corwin and you didn't know Corwin at the time. I didn't know Cor, but I know Corwin very well now. Do you? Oh yeah, man, man. <laughs> Nine princes in amber. Is a fucking great book. Very cool. Very good book. Um, but yeah, I knew about those guys. I did not know about Toho. And so I was like, who are these anime women that Safarian and Elric are discussing? <laughs> the two most important Toho women. <laughs> Remu and Cerno. Okay. Uh, 64, the video game's number. Uh, I've got Captain Toad Treasure Tracker on here. Sure. Um, if you want to, you had to pay full price for that, right? I think I've played that on the Switch, which where I definitely played played full price. Yes, <laughs> and then I also I don't know if you know this, but it's really easy to hack your 3DS. Over, and so I've played through Captain Toad Treasure Tracker twice, actually, once on the Switch and once on the 3DS. You can run. They, they ported it to the 3DS. Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck do you mean you emulated a Switch on your 3DS? <laughs> no. What the fuck? No, there's just a there's a 3DS. This is how you get digital devils. <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> they ported Treasure Tracker to the 3DS. Oh, that's a really good game. It's just a really good game. 64, the video game's number. Destiny. Yeah. Are you, you were hemming and hawing about if you should put Destiny 2 on your list, and then you were like, I'm putting Destiny, and I was like, that's the Nora choice right there. The truth is, I've had a really, really good time with Destiny. Um, It was part part of my NaNoWriMo project several years back, which is I wrote a bunch of Destiny fanfic. Um, It's still one of my favorite things I've ever written. I don't know if it holds up that well to how I write now, but um, I love Destiny. I think it's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Destiny 2 is something. <laughs> uh, I was really invested, and then they kept making Destiny 2, and they unmade some parts of Destiny 2. Um, 
I weird game. I would really like to get into Destiny Two, but at this point, it feels like I should just wait till Destiny Three comes out. I think they might go bankrupt before then. Yeah, that's definitely possible. Uh, but theoretically, this next one in February will be the last in the Light and Darkness saga, mm-hmm. which is the founding, like the foundational plot point of Destiny. So presumably they'll either sunset it and make a Destiny 3 in the future or this will be the end of Destiny or they'll just keep doing stuff like live service stuff. Yeah. Hard to say. I'd, I'd really like to get into Destiny 2. I'd really like to. I just, it seems unapproachable from the outside. It seems unapproachable to get back into it. Yeah. Uh, 63... I put these two games together because they're so similar that it feels kind of weird to rank them separately. Super Mario 3D Land. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but it's very easy to hack your 3DS. Hmm. It's also very easy to play... Son of a bitch! To pay (laughs) full price for a cartridge in 2011. (laughs) It's hard not to. Um, I just really like... I'm not really a Mario person. uh, But 3D Land... Uh, 3D Land was the game that made me, I played Sunshine a lot as a kid, and then 3D Land was like, oh, maybe I do like Mario. You're taking away my fidget toy. Yeah. My Six, big metal fidget toy that would be very easy to draw. 63 Nightmare House 2. I, I have a fidget ring over here I'm gonna grab real quick. Nightmare House 2. I don't know what this is. Do I know what this is? I don't know. Do you not know what Nightmare House 2 is? I don't think I know what Nightmare House 2 is. Well, as I mentioned before, it is a Half-Life 2 mod. Yeah, Yeah, I played this back when I was playing Half-Life 2 mods. This one obviously didn't make as much of an impression for me because, um, you know, I didn't mention that earlier, but yeah. So Nightmare House is a very small thing. It's like one tiny little house. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is actually the prologue in Nightmare House 2 is just that map. Okay, okay. Um, but it gives you a bigger sort of narrative. It's very reminiscent of fear in a way. <laughs> there are a lot of Half-Life 2 mods um, inspired by fear, I feel like. Um, if if we start doing Let's Plays, I would love to do just a like Source Mods series. I mean, I guess. Will you go through... Uh, um, backlogged and uh you find a lot of half-life mods leave my fidget ring alone it's very loud i'll fidget with it in a quieter way (laughs) i need something um nightmare house 2 is a classic i love it um it's stupid it looks like there is a quote-unquote spiritual successor to um nightmare house 2 i haven't thought about nightmare house 2 in a long time but I, i definitely played this I definitely played this. You know what's a really cool game? Half-Life 2. Yeah. <laughs> um, 62, I have Shadow of the Colossus. Um, I loved this game with my whole entire heart in 2005. You're making a jerk-off motion. <laughs> um, when this game came out, it was one of my favorite games ever. Yeah. I revisited it in 2019 or 2020. I liked it a lot less than I used to, but it's still a great game. Sure, I played some of that. 
Um, 62, Garou, Mark of the Wolves. Yeah! <laughs> I, Garou did not make my list because I had... Um, no taste? Yeah. There you go. It's fucking cool. I'm excited for whatever that new thing is. We are going to play so much of City of the Wolves. It's All right. it's That's ridiculous. We are going to play a shit ton of that game. Hell yeah. T-Zock's back. T-Zock, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, 61, I could only pick one plastic guitar game, and so I'm picking Rock Band. Um, Rock Band 2 is better. I never owned any of these, so I only occasionally got to play it at, like, friends' houses. And I didn't have many friends. The thing the thing is, Rock Band 2 is better. Um, I didn't own Rock Band 2. My friends owned Rock Band 2, and I would play it at their place. I played, you know what I used to do a lot? Is I... I had a mic stand that I bought, and I would play rock band alone in my bedroom, playing the guitar and singing at the same time. <laughs> I played so much rock band. 61. Kirby's Adventure for the Nintendo Entertainment System. It's weird there's not a Kirby game on my list. Kirby's mm. really cool. You suck it off. You don't need him to. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kirby's Adventure for the NES, one of the more perfect games that exists. One of the more perfect games that exists. It's Kirby. Yeah. Um, 60. Uh, speaking of Half-Life 2 mods, Portal. Oh, Portal. Yeah. I remember that. Another, one of the few games I've ever speedrun. I wrote I wrote here the only game I ever tried to speedrun, but then I remembered that I did speedrun. Um, I think Portal had was on this list, but then I cut it. Man, I just really like Portal. Speaking of Half-Life 2 mods, number 60, N+. Plus. <laughs> uh, fucking cool game. You're a little ninja. You collect the gold. You avoid the turrets. It's, you know, I had like I said, I had a big... Like, after I Want to Be the Guy, it started, like, something in me that made me want to play things like N+, plus and Super Meat Boy. Um, just played a lot of hard... Mm-hmm. weird platformers it was like jump man i think yeah where you're a little orange guy and you flip the world around um i i played a lot of super meat boy i don't like super meat boy as much as i like n or n plus n n n would probably be on this list if it was like 150 games you know mm-hmm. um 59 i've got uh galaga here Oh, Galaga. You'll recall earlier we mentioned that every uh, bar, bowling alley, skating rink, and uh, laser tag joint in America had a combination Galaga and Miss Pac-Man. No no disrespect to Miss Pac-Man. Good game. Galaga is what you played. Galaga was my preferred. Um, I have here 59, You Found the Grappling Hook. I didn't know about this game despite being a pretty big mess-off fan until... Yeah, it's just a fun platformer. You're a little dwarf guy, and you have a grappling hook, and you swing around through levels to co- mm-hmm. to get something at the end. Yeah, and then get come back out as it's collapsing. I, I I had never heard of this game, even though I played so much Nidhogg and so much um, Fly Ranch, and you mentioned it the other day. It's not even Mess Off has a Wikipedia page, and this isn't even mentioned on their Wikipedia for whatever it's reason. Fucking good, yeah. Uh, 58, I don't actually know what this is. Then why is it on the list? Firewatch? Oh, 
Yeah. What's Firewatch? I'll tell you in 30 or 40 games. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a minute. We'll get there. You're 58? Um, I fit... No, I'm not. Uh, 58, Bit Trip Runner. What's Bit Trip Runner? (laughs) We will discuss it in 30 or 40 (laughs) games, I think. Maybe not quite so many as that, but... uh, We we will... This is not the first... This is not the last time Bit Trip Runner is going to come up on this podcast. Um, Yeah, it's hard to play that game on a shitty laptop. And yet, I didn't munch, I didn't play a lot of Bit Trip Runner on a shitty laptop. <laughs> um, fifty-seven. You're gonna poo-poo this, but Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time. It's the wrong Prince of Persia, but you know, whatever, 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 whatever. You know, whatever. You're not wrong. Whatever. I played way more of this than Prince of Persia 2008. Yeah, but uh, Prince of Persia 2008, uh, by not having as much combat, is like kind of an objectively superior game. Uh, number fifty-seven, Nights into Dreams. Yeah, <laughs> fucking cool. Um, fifty-six. I know I just said I'm not really a Mario person, but Mario Sunshine. You know, it it, it deserves to be in this spot just from the levels you don't Too get flat. <laughs> uh, 56 Sonic Pocket Adventure Surprised that's not higher for you But also it feels appropriate I replaced Sonic 06 with this when I remembered it existed <laughs> um, Those two games are, are The only Sonic games I ever Had a positive experience with mm-hmm. Just Take that How you will You suck my dick When we get to 50 I might need to take a little body break Here but uh, I can hold it for a minute 55, Splinter Cell Conviction. Um, It's 3D Mark of the Ninja. It's the greatest, the second greatest stealth game ever made. Um, I really like the Not Sam Fisher campaign better. There's a co-op campaign that you can play single player. It's a lot better co-op, but you can play it single player. And um, just one of the best campaigns of any video game ever. I really love Splinter Cell Conviction. I also really love Splinter Cell and Chaos Theory, but Conviction is my fave. Number 55, Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. It's cool. I should play that game. Yeah. I um, I played Thousand Year Door a couple years ago, and Thousand Year Door... I played Thousand Year Door when I rented it at Blockbuster, and I loved it, and then I played Thousand Year Door in, like, 2018, and I did not love that game. That game is not very good. <laughs> um, but uh, I suspect that if I played Legend of the Seven Stars, I'd like it a lot better. Um, 54, Bit Trip Runner. Maybe not as high as on, on my list as I thought it was, but uh, yeah. Bit Trip Runner. It's fucking great. Um, one of the first... Bum, 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 bum. Bit Trip Runner sort of uh, opened my mind to, oh, there are other rhythm games besides just the plastic guitar games, you know? Um, Rhythm platformers is like a a fun subgenre. Yes, yes, yes. There's another one that I can't think of that I enjoyed. This is also the only Bit Trip game I really like. I have played all the Bit Trip games at least a little bit, and the others... Don't have it like Runner does. I don't. I think. just thought of something that maybe should have been on this list earlier, which is Temple Run. Eh, I considered Temple Run, and it didn't make the cut. But yes, that is another good. That's... If that had music, like if that was a like you're doing it to the beat, then we could talk. Game. It would be a different game. 
Uh, my 54 is Lords of Midnight for the ZX Spectrum. Uh, Lords of Midnight. I've definitely... You're Googling so many video games today. <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh, you were talking with this about Dia. Nope. <laughs> I was not doing that. <laughs> Prepositions are hard, okay? <laughs> so this fourth image here is the novelization. Oh. Uh, and it's really bad. <laughs> you say that like you know from experience. I read the first chapter. Mm. What is this? So it's so there's um Doom Dark. Mm-hmm. He's the villain. Um, and he's amassing power in his lair, and you have to take the frost crown. I don't remember what it's called, but uh, you have this crown, and um, one of the characters uh, is like a, a young guy, and he has to take that crown, and he has to throw it into a volcano. Oh. And once you do that, then Doom Dark is defeated. But there's a couple of different ways you do this. You go through the spaces on the overworld, and face, you know, you have to, like, face different directions to get different, um, to see what's a, a, around. Um, and you're, like, you can play the strategy game version where you lead with, like, Luxor Moonprints uh, to gather armies from different, like, uh, different uh, castles. You, like, gather armies and do a military operation against Doomdark. And that's one way you can win, or you can sneak this crown into the into the, the Mordor and like destroy it, and then that's another way of winning. Oh, I remember this now. I remember you telling me about this, and it's like you can either go to war or go on a quest. You know, yeah, yeah. You can do both because you control all the four characters. Oh, so you can you could do the distraction. You could you could bring the armies out to um, you know the gates of Mordor to draw yeah. the eyes' attention. It's really cool. It has two sequels also, and mm-hmm. it has a really bad looking mobile port from like a few years ago. Yeah, that, um, that mobile port does not look good. It's the same art style, but now there's no pixels, and so it's just smooth. It's all vectors. Yeah. Oh, so these are still the vector graphics, but it just at a higher resolution. What? Isn't that isn't this called a vector? Uh, I I don't I don't know enough about vector graphics to explain it on this podcast right now. Okay. I think I could explain it, but I don't. Well, you trust don't get my... these cool sprites. The thing is, vector vector graphics scale with the resolution, and so these could be the same assets. They're not right, but um. There was one guy who's like a really big fan of this game who like reached out to the creator, Mike Singleton, and like got his blessing to write a novelization and to I think do the remaster re-release. Mm. Um, and it's really cool. Prince Morkin, that's his name. Prince Morkin. Hmm. But um, it's just really cool. Uh, 53, Butterfly Soup. Um, this is just a really good, cute visual novel. There's a sequel I haven't played that just came out. I say just came out. It might have been 2021 at this point. Um, but yeah, Butterfly Soup. It's just a really good visual novel. It's like three hours long, I think. 
53, The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. <laughs> Link to the Past is a great game. Don't don't get me wrong. I Link to the Past is a great game. I debated whether to do this or Adventure of Link or... Majora's Mask? No. You're not a Majora's I'm Mask. I'm not a Majora's Mask person. But I was 12 once. Um... <laughs> No, Oracle games, that's what it was. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised you didn't pick the Oracle I games. I do love the Oracle games. But this is the, one of the first video games I played. So. 52. PT. You're frowning. It's not... It's, it's... What if you walked into a top 100 movies and you brought a, a trailer? What if I walked into a top 100 movies and I brought out a short film? That would still count. But that's not what this is. This is... It is I a, realize that I put the Wizards.com 4th Edition D&D character builder on my list. This is more of a video game than that. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm just... I just really like PT. I'm done with PT. Okay. One. People who like PT are annoying. Two. Yes. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Two. Um... <laughs> Two people who have deluded themselves into thinking that Silent Hills would have been good are crazy. Silent Hills would have been awful. It would have been worse than. I'm glad that he went and made Death Stranding instead of Silent Hills. Yeah, you know. Fifty-two. Uh, we got Code Vein. Yeah, you were gonna cut this at one point, and I was like, you really like Code Vein, though. Yeah, I like it. It's a cool. Souls like action game. It's got you can play as a vampire. You can do some cool stuff. There's some cool enemies and cool weapons and stuff. It's a it's a really fun game. Fifty one, and then we'll take a body break after you do your fifty one. Uh, Half Life Two. Half Life Two. So specifically, honestly, Half Life One could have been on this list. I really like Half Life One. Um, that is a broken, janky mess in a way that Half Life Two. Also is, but (laughs) Um, included with Half Life Two is Half Life Episode Half Life Two Episode One. Why? Because I really like Episode One. I am not including Episode Two in this list. (laughs) I guess Episode One has the Vortal Combat scene. Yeah, I think. I think so. I haven't played. They might not. I haven't played the episodes in a very long time. Whatever the part is with the mine where you have to set up the turrets to kill all the ant lions, and then in the final round when there's too many ant lions, the vortigaunts show up. Yeah. And this kick-ass guitar starts riffing. Yeah. And they're blasting all the bugs with you. I feel like that's episode one. I think maybe. Uh, the other thing here is, um, Blendo Games, maker of maker of Gravity Bone, and um. Uh, uh, Thirty Flights of Loving have a game called uh, Half Life: The Tiger Team or something like that. Um, which is based on Mark Laidlaw's um outline for what Episode Three would have been. Um, and uh, that is as a person who spent a lot of the 2010s getting increasingly disappointed that there was never going to be another Half Life game. Um, and there still hasn't been. <laughs> yeah, they put out one just two years ago, right before COVID. Three years ago, right before COVID. Literally right before COVID. <laughs> the worst um, possible time to release a VR game. 
Yeah, um, the Tiger team is a very satisfying question mark conclusion to Half-Life 3, to, to Half-Life for me. Um, I, if you are also a person who cares about Half-Life, I really recommend Tiger Team as a, like, weird, broken send-off to what Half-Life was. 51 Super Mario Land for the Game Boy. Yeah! Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I've never played it, but it's, everybody likes that game a lot, so yeah. I trust everybody that it's cool. It's a little weird, but it's it's a Mario game. Yeah. There's weird bosses and stuff. Are you ready? Uh, I hope you enjoyed our little Nights into Dreams musical interlude. <laughs> uh, 50. I've got Nidhogg. Mm. Really thought about putting Fly Wrench on here, but it's too hard. Nidhogg. Pretty cool. It's one of the greats. Uh, my note here that I put in the spreadsheet are dive kicks are cool in any video game. Except dive kick. Uh, dive kicks are cool in any video <laughs> game. Racism is not cool. Video game 50. Shimigami Tensei 4. Yeah. I've not played this game. I just really like it. I, uh, I'd i like to play SMT4, but I'm a little more interested in Nocturne. You know. Uh, 4 is pretty cool. Uh, I thought you were an apocalypse person. I never finished it. Okay. okay. But it was also pretty cool. <clears throat> 49. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Hmm. This was a hard game for me to place because... Because it's overrated as shit and not as good as uh, like most other Castlevanias. Well, so... I haven't played enough Aria of Sorrow. Poser. I'm a poser. I'm a poser. I freely admit that I'm a poser. Call you a VTuber the way you're a poser. <laughs> Wait, no. Poser was used for three seasons of Ruby. That's what it was. Yeah. Not VTubers. Um, I, this game was hard to place. I'm sure, one, I should play more Egovanias. Two, 
Um, I got to the inverted castle, and the game got too fucking hard for me. Like, I just couldn't... I, and granted, I only spent, like, an hour-ish messing around with the inverted castle, and I was kind of like, I don't know, I feel like I hit a place where I feel like there was a conclusion enough for me, you know? Obviously, so Richter's the, just dead, then. Yeah, Richter dies and Dracula lives. <laughs> but it, it, not from a story perspective, but just from a, like, playing the game, I was like, uh, this is, the, the hill got a little too tall to climb for Are me. Are you familiar with the Dreamcast version of? Symphony of the Night? I thought it was a Saturn version. Maybe it's a Saturn version. It has files for another ending where Maria is, like, turned into a demon. Yeah, which, um, there's the... Which is resonant with Rondo of Blood, because that's a thing that can happen in Rondo of Blood. It's also very obvious that it was, like, a planned thing for the PS1 version, because there's the time you bump into Maria right before you get the Inverted Castle, um... And she's, like, obviously evil and possessed by Dracula, and then it just never goes anywhere, apparently. <laughs> um, the other thing about Symphony is, um, that made it sort of hard to place is that I do, straight up, I like the first scene of Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, better than any other game on this list. What I did in Dracula X Chronicles, which was the remake of Rondo of Blood... It let you set different music for different stages. I think of Ooh. I think of both the remake and Rondo. I could be wrong. It might just be the remake, but I would put the music from the intro stage of Symphony of the Night on oh, the final stage of Rondo. That's video so you, gaming. You show right up there. at the end of Dracula X Chronicles and it starts with That's good. That's good. Uh you're forty nine. Forty nine Half Minute Hero. I should check this game out. It's it seems fucking neat. sick. They made a remake that has some. I think it also kind of looks a little bad. This uh, is a PS One game. PSP. PSP game. Half Minute Hero. It's just neat. You've got Hero Thirty mode. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Evil Lord Thirty mode. Princess Thirty mode. Knight Thirty mode. Hero Three Hundred mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you have five minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have Hero 3 mode, where you have three seconds to reach and defeat the boss in the mode single mission. <laughs> um, but this game's sick. It's really fun. Also, uh, yes. Um, what are you. I Sorry, I thought you were pointing at this. No. The second coming thing. No. Um, it was re released on Xbox Live Arcade as Half Minute Hero Super Mega Neo Climax. <laughs> and on Steam under the title Half Minute Hero Super Mega Neo Climax Ultimate Boy. <laughs> and yes, there was a sequel. I don't think I played the sequel ever. Uh huh. I'd really like to check this game out. It seems cool. Half Minute Hero. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, I, if it's a PSP game, I bet it's really easy to put on the deck. Um. 48. Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot, a lot, a lot of affection in my heart for the first two Banjo-Kazooie games. I have tried revisiting them and don't like them as much as I used to. Um, but Nuts and Bolts? That game's still fucking good. I just like building planes and shit. I just like it. The the It's a really good fucking video game. It's cool to try to make, like, 
you know, oh, this mission, I'm going to craft a specific vehicle for this one thing. And it's also cool to be like, this is my all-purpose. I'm going to try to do every mission with this one vehicle, gilly bop. You know, mm -hmm. um, it's just a great game. Uh, nothing else to it. I should watch a speedrun of this game. I bet you get weird shit in speedruns of this game. Yeah. Um, you're 48? No, I'm not. <laughs> Uh, 48, Metal Hellsinger. What is Metal Hellsinger? I know this, this name. This is that, uh, rhythm FPS game that oh, plays yeah. metal songs featuring vocalists from various, um, popular metal bands. Uh, you try to keep your combat multiplier going to do more damage and there's yeah. challenge stages. It's really fun. Doom 2016 was briefly on my list and I cut it. Doom 2016 wishes it was Metal Hellsinger. Doom 2016 wishes it was Metal Hellsinger. I, I should check this game also, out. Also, the character is cool. Oh, yeah. This demon lady. Yeah. She's fucking cool. She's got some cool outfits you could buy, too. Uh, this is on Steam? I might check this, this on, game out. It was on Game Pass for a while. I I should see if it's still on Game Pass. Um, I should check this game out. It, it Watching you play it, it seemed really good. So, um, okay. 47. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Um, it's cool to dive kick in any video game. Are you trying to take me for a ride? <laughs> I certainly am. <laughs> um, man, watching, watching it at Evo this year was a little disappointing because I think high-level competitive Marvel vs. Capcom 3 has always been kind of stale and has only gotten worse as the years have gone on. That does not change the fact that, um, you know, mi like people having fun playing Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and not trying to win a tournament is just some of the best shit in the world, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, also just aesthetically, I, I love Marvel vs. Capcom 3. 47 Zone of the Enders. I was surprised you didn't put Second Runner on here. I didn't finish that one, and I like Tony Andrews one better. Yeah. It's just a smaller, more um, focused thing, I guess. Zone of the Enders 2 is really cool, but I have an affection for Zone of the Enders 1 that is outsized from what it probably deserves. <laughs> I just think it's really cool. I think it's fun when the protagonist of Zone of the Enders comes back in Zone of the Enders 2 as like a other like an NPC guy, and he's like six years older. Oh, that's cool. Zeta yeah. Gundam. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> oh, um, also, um, the guy from the first, I think his name is Leo Starbuck. Um, his his mech in Zone of the Enders 2 transforms into a spaceship and zips around and starts shooting rings at you. Hell yeah. Because it's fucking Gradius. Yeah. It's the Vic Viper. You know what game almost made this list and then I couldn't quite... Gradius? Gradius. He literally turns into Vic Viper and starts doing... Gra it plays the Gradius music in his boss theme. I really like Gradius. I should play more shmups considering how much I like Gradius. Yeah, you should play Toho. I should play Toho. Considering how much you like Gradius. I, like, yeah, I should play Ikaruga. It's weird yeah, that I'm yeah. not an Ikaruga person, but also I should play Toho. <laughs> anyway, uh, Zone of the Enders, really fucking cool. 46, Spyro the Dragon. This is my last first game I ever played thing on here. When I got my PS1, I got Crash Bandicoot 3 and Spyro the Dragon. 
Um, and then Croc and Crash Team Racing came shortly after. <laughs> Spyro the Dragon, I replayed it when the remake came out, probably a year or so after the remake came out. Um, that game's still great. I, I at the time, really loved Spyro 2 and 3. When I played them in the remake, those games aren't so good. Those games are kind of fucking bad. <laughs> but uh, I rented these games a lot. Spyro 1 is just a classic. Some of my favorite areas in gaming. One of my favorite soundtracks in gaming. Um, <laughs> I am always thinking about... My mom got me a Switch for Christmas when the Switch came out. Um, and she was watching me play Breath of the Wild and said... This kind of looks like Spyro, but not as cool. And I was like, what are you talking about, Mom? And then I played Spyro again a year or so <laughs> later, and I was like, Mom might have been on to something, actually. <laughs> she was spitting. <laughs> 46, Prince of Persia 2008. Yeah. You picked the better Prince of Persia game, I think. I just really like it. I think it's really fun. It's very colorful. Uh, I like the two characters more than I like the two characters in Sands of Time. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right about that. If I, if I should just play, I've only played through the first boss of, of 08. I should just play the whole thing so that I can more confidently say, no, this game is better than Sands of Time. And you also have, remember to get the DLC so you have the final boss in there. Oh, right. It's in Asura's Wrath in that way. It's in Asura's Wrath. Kind of a bummer that Asura's Wrath isn't on my list, but I haven't actually played Asura's Wrath. I played a bunch of Asura's Wrath with the same friend that I played all of Scott Pilgrim with. Uh-huh. We didn't finish that game. It's really long. It's really long. Uh, 45, games that are not very long, Tacoma. I played this the it's night it came cool. out. The night it came out, I played the whole goddamn thing. I love Tacoma. Um, you should go listen to the Abnormal Mapping episode about it, because I think and they And you have... should look forward to the Journal Updated episode about yes, it. Yes, absolutely. I don't think I'll be on that episode, but I might write an email, you know? Um. Speaking of games that aren't very long, 45, Citizen Sleeper. This game seems so cool. I should check this it out. It is really cool. And again, game that made me cry gets on the list. Did you... There's DLC for that yeah, game, right? there's a couple DLCs. Did you play those? No. Okay. They add new content into the game, so you just have to play through again to yeah, access it. Yeah. This is, is fine. Of, this is part of why I haven't done the Outer Wilds DLC. Though I did... You know when I booted up last week while you were in New York? Two weeks ago when you were in New York? I booted up some Outer Wilds. I played like the first little chunk of Outer Wilds again. Still a great game. Might be appearing on this list. Who knows? 44, The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Um, it's crazy that I don't have this game in my top 10, considering how much I love this game. You are making a jerk-off motion. It's great. It's a great game. A great they game. should have finished it. <laughs> much, like, <laughs> much like Super Mario Sunshine, it would be really nice if they had finished this game. Unfortunately, they did not. <laughs> um... I have nothing really to say about Wind Waker. I've I, played so much of it. I've played so much Wind Waker. 44, Starcraft, parentheses, and Brood War. Yeah. That's a given. Yeah, yeah. People, I like Starcraft, but Brood War is Starcraft, you know? Now, to be fair, I never played multiplayer Starcraft in my life. I never will. Oh, I just I just like the campaign of Starcraft yeah. and Brood War. Back in, there was a time when Starcraft had a good campaign that yeah. was fun to play and had cool characters in it. As a person who really liked StarCraft, 
And Warcraft 2 and Warcraft 3, I was really excited when Starcraft 2 came out because I was like, man, finally, a single-player RTS. They haven't made one of these in a long time. And then I played Starcraft 2, and I was like, I guess I'm still waiting. <laughs> Gotta play that Halo Wars or Gears Tactics. Um, I did play Dawn of War and Dawn of War 2. Those kind of scratched the edge. Oh, yeah. That's very similar. Yeah. Those, those are kind of the closest to what Warcraft 3 and Starcraft gave me. Um, 43... Resident Evil, specifically the 2002 remake, I recently, recently booted up the PSX version of Resident Evil. Did not PSX. grab, did not grab me at Someone all. Someone said PSX. This game did not grab me at all. But um, the remake is one of my absolute favorite games. And the other thing is, I recently booted up uh, Resident Evil 2 for the PSX, and um, that game might be better than Resident Evil remake. I'm kind of too early to really like put Resident Evil 2 on the list, but Remake is... Holy shit, dude. And and 2 is really fucking good. 43, Super Smash Bros. Brawl. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Why? I hate Brawl, dude. That's Smash Brothers to me. I fucking hate that game. They took Smash Brothers from me for so long. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? They made Ganon good. That's what matters. Yeah, Ganon did get a better side B, but that's... And some other details, but as, yeah, a, as yeah. a Ganon main, Brawl is my favorite. I understand... The rest are, are fine, but there's too many guys I don't care about in the other games. I understand why you feel that way, but just visually, I hate Brawl. Mechanically, I really hate Brawl. Brawl was the definitive smash for so long. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I'm a Project M person on some level of mine. Yeah, because you're a fucking pervert and a yeah, freak. Yeah, back be back before, um, now that, you know, Smash Ultimate is a thing, there's really, I don't really go back to Project M. Um, but, you know, in when Brawl was the main Smash, I was a Project M person. You, How much Brawl did you play with other people? Too much. That was a standard party game. It certainly was. <laughs> That's great. Because we were finally weren't playing fucking Melee anymore. Where one person in our friend group just won all the time. And it wasn't fun because they were too tryhard at it. Well, yeah. that is that... Maybe two people. There were like two people who were really tryhard about Melee. This because is... they were Melee people. <laughs> um, and then that wasn't fun anymore. Yeah, this is why I stopped playing Melee at a certain point in college. Fuck um... you, Roy. Trip. <laughs> Because I because I really enjoyed my favorite version of Melee is no items, only a few stages, but random characters every time. And I knew tryhard Melee people that only played Martha Fox. Um, and bullshit. It it really got to be some bullshit at a certain point. Forty two. Surprised this game is so low, considering how much I love it. Chrono Trigger. Go to hell. It's one of the greatest games ever made. 42 is way to too hell. low. It's it's way too low. I'll, I admit. I wish it was higher. I love Chrono Trigger so 42. much. 42. First Encounter Assault Recon. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about booting up Fear this morning, actually. It's fucking sick. As much as I roast you for uh, liking Fear as much as you do, I was thinking about playing Fear The thing morning. about me liking Fear is not that I like Fear. Mm -hmm. It's that I'm deeply invested in the overarching narrative of the Fear trilogy. Yeah. Bucket. <laughs> Bucket's in the second one. And then the third one briefly, and then he explodes. Uh, 41? 
Okay. Bloodborne. You're making a face. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're allowed. Are you going to play Bloodborne Cart? No. <laughs> no, I'm not playing Bloodborne. I keep Blood... seeing people talk about Bloodborne Cart. I'm not playing Bloodborne Cart, and I'm certainly not playing Bloodborne PSX. That game looks huh. awful. I think that's the point. No, it doesn't even look like a PS1 game. No, of course not. It doesn't even look like a PS1 game. What are we fucking doing here? Okay. Bloodborne's mm-hmm. great. Bloodborne is Bloodborne. the second best Souls game. Can I give you maybe fourth best? <laughs> if I consider there to be four Souls games, which I'm yeah. shaky on. Well, there are four Souls games, to be fair. <laughs> maybe. Um, um, you don't. You're not a Dark Souls two person. I'm not a Dark Souls two person. Forty one Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Yeah, for the Nintendo Wii. You're so much more valid than me liking Marvel vs. Capcom three. <laughs> <laughs> this is what got me into Cashier, who's one of my guys. Yeah, that's one of your and guys. Man, who's one of my guys. Uh, this game rules. They put Karis in it. Yeah, Karis is they, in that game. They low key made Karis for it. <laughs> Not really, Um, but it was part of the 20th anniversary, or whatever anniversary. You know who else loves Tatsunoko vs. Capcom? Justin Wong. Sure. Justin Wong eats that game up. Um, 40. Real quick, Justin Wong makes some of the best fighting game content on YouTube these days. Good for him. Let's go, Justin. I'm, (laughs) I'm really... Seeing him no longer as a competitor and just as a content creator, um... I mean, obviously, he did compete at Evo this year, but, you know, he's he's not, like, competing like he used to. Uh, I, he makes really good content. That's that's Guile-chan now. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's Guile-chan now. <laughs> um, number 40, Deltarune, Chapter 1. All right. Um, I will play this game. I will. I, I will play all of Deltarune when Deltarune is out. Um, I mostly remember that both of us played Deltarune Chapter One the day it dropped, and we spent like three hours Halloween. on the phone. Yeah, we spent like three hours on the phone talking about Deltarune. One of my favorite gaming experiences was getting finishing Deltarune and then just talking about it with you for a long time. Yeah. Um, love this game. Number forty. We know the devil. A visual novel from a while back. Again, uh, if you make me cry, you get to be on the top 100 list. <laughs> that's just that's just set in stone. Uh, pretty cool game. Um, I love We Know the Devil. Yeah. It, it didn't it didn't make the cut for me, but I really, really, really love We Know the Devil. It's a shame they never made any follow up to that. I yeah, Heaven Will Be Mine just didn't hit for me. No, it it's just, just it's not what I wanted. Maybe I'll go back and play it at some point, but like. It really felt like overwrought. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It just didn't hit. Maybe I'm a different person now and I could get into it more. That's kind of, yeah. yeah. Keep in mind that I'm very hit or miss on mech shit, so. Yeah. 39, a game I'm not allowed to play anymore because it will ruin my life. Cookie Clicker. Ah, Cookie Clicker. 39. um, (laughs) We don't need to say more about Cookie Clicker. Vampire 3. Oh, can I say one quick thing about Cookie Clicker? Also known as Darkstalkers. What? It's impressive that the more they've added to Cookie Clicker over the years, it's gotten better, not worse. Fascinating. Um, <laughs> Vampire 3, or whatever the most recent or most complete Darkstalkers 3 release. I'm kind of fuzzy on all the titles. Yeah. Uh, Vampire, Vampire Savior, etc. Um, 
it's fucking good. Yeah. They should make another Darkstalkers. I I had the idea the other day that they should do a Darkstalkers Guilty Gear crossover game. Um, and I know you wouldn't like that, but I do think it would be cool. Um, I'm a bit of a Jedi liker. <laughs> Are you the Jedi liker? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I do also like BB Hood and um, Lilith. Can I be? Can I be really honest with you right now? Yeah. I like Morrigan. Yeah, I know. Can you hand me one of those mints over nope. there? Nope. Can I? Thirty-eight. Please Fine. give me a Brandon Sanderson mint, please. Thank you. Brandon Sanderson has saved my ass recently. Oh yeah. Yeah, get that. Get all that shaking right onto the into the microphone. Um, I have some branded Sanderson <laughs> um, dice. Oh yeah, Mistborn dice, and I consistently roll sixes with these in a way I've never rolled sixes in anything. So, but only for like the resistance rolls and scum and villainy, not my action rolls, mm-hmm. just the consequences rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirty-eight. Civilization six. Had a really hard time choosing between this and five. Um, I played a lot more of five, but I think six is like the better game. Um, I really like tweeting about Civ six. Um, Civ six really encourages um being evil in a way that five did not <laughs> um civ six really makes it easy to like turn the entire world into a vassal state in a way that like five encouraged like just conquering people and six encourages um no leave them on the map and just make them your subjects <laughs> which is really fun i don't like this mints. they're weird Pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, number 38, Disco Elysium. Didn't make my list. A game I had a really bad experience with. Same. Um, but I do like it on some level. I think if I, I... wish I had been able to play it more normally. Same. I think if I replayed it and I wasn't mentally ill about it, I'd probably enjoy it more. Maybe when, like, the new game comes out, I'll revisit the old game or something with a little more distance. But... I just need more distance from a thing if people are going to talk about it a certain way Yeah. before I play it myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, if I hadn't played it for a podcast, I would have liked it a lot more. Yeah. I didn't play it for a podcast, and I had a similar experience. Also, if I were smarter when I played it, I would have liked it. <laughs> yeah, this is... You know, we'll talk about Outer Wilds a little bit later on. <laughs> 37. Fjords. This is a uh, itch game by Kyle Reimergarten. Um, it is a, like, 2D platformer puzzle game? Question, 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 question. Um, you can, like, hack the game and run console commands to, like, give yourself the power to clip through certain objects or whatever, and you're, like, trying to deliver pizzas by solving puzzles that require you to, like, type in command line things, and, um, it's really weird and really cool, and for, like, a month after I played it, I was like, I want to make video games, and then I realized making video games is really hard. I still want to make video games. I still kind of want to make video games. The thing I really want to do at this point is to make a roguelike. Mm-hmm. Because, um, hey, guess what you can do without graphical assets and music? <laughs> a roguelike. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that would be fun. Uh, people should check out Fjords. 
Um, uh, 37, Castlevania Bloodlines. Just a really good Castlevania. Which one is that? That's the that's the one. I just the Genesis who, one. Okay, the Genesis one. Thank you. Yeah, you can play as John Morris mm-hmm. or Eric Lacard. John Morris, descendant of um, Quincy Morris. Quincy Morris from Dracula. From Dracula. Keep in mind that the events of the novel Dracula are canon to the Castlevania universe. Uh, this game is way cooler than Super Castlevania 4. Yeah. Uh, I've only ever watched Vinny, um, play this game, uh, but I like this game a lot better than Castlevania 4. My favorite of the Vinny Vanias I watched was, um, the, the, the Rondo, I think. Keeping Vinny, Austin, and Alex, I think, played Rondo. Um, that makes sense. Um, when it comes to classic Vanias, the only one, and keeping, you know, in mind that I haven't played mobile games, mm-hmm. I think the only one I haven't played at this point is Chronicle, and um, that's it. I think it's the only one I haven't played. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about what's my favorite 2D Castlevania, it's really just a matter of Bloodlines versus Adventure Rebirth versus Simon's Quest, and those are just three very different things. Yeah. Um, this is like an action game. With levels and stuff. Rebirth is very arcadey. Mm-hmm. Very like play through the levels, go through it again and again, get a score. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very sort of challenging and fast paced. And then Simon's Quest is its own little thing. 36, Invisible Ink. Um, Can't see it. I, uh, if you like Don't Starve, I guess good for you. Um, I would like Clay to return from the war. I really like that. <laughs> I guess what did they? Clay made one game that looked cool, like Overland or something like that. Clay.com slash games. They've made like one game that looked interesting since Don't Starve came out. Um. Oh, I guess I guess Invisible Ink is post Don't Starve, but uh, yeah, Invisible Ink is a great game. This page isn't gonna load. Oh, here we go. Griftlands. Griftlands looks cool. I should check out Griftlands, but um, yeah, I'm not a Don't Starve person, so I'd really like Clay to make games I give a shit about. Number 36, Metroid Prime Pinball. (laughs) (laughs) This game fucking rules. I've never played it, surprisingly. It's really fucking good. I'm not a pinball person, but I fucking love Metroid Prime Pinball. Um... There are times when the ball, which is the morph ball, kind of gets stuck in the middle of the board and then unfurls into Samus, and you have to go wave back and forth and shoot all the enemies as they come at her. It's fucking cool. It sounds cool. I should check it out. It's really easy to hack your 3DS. Yeah. Um, 35. I didn't mean to, but I did group the tactics games together. Uh, XCOM 2. Um, we'll talk about that later. Specifically War of the Chosen, um, but if I could get this game, uh, it, it runs on deck, but I couldn't figure out a control scheme I really liked, but the deck was newish when I last tried. If I could um, get a control scheme I liked for this game, it would ruin my fucking life. Um, because this game fucking rules. I played like so 100 good. hours, 120 hours. Yeah. And we're not even long war people, you know? 
No, this is just War of the Chosen. Yeah, I I might play Long War if I can get the deck. You know, uh, I think I think for Black Friday I'm gonna buy myself a new um, SSD to put in the deck, and and you know once that happens I might install some more like AAA game type things. I hope you've been enjoying googling the shit that I say on my list because number thirty five is Grog. Grog. Grog roguelike. You'll, you'll have to type uh, yeah, in Yeah, I just typed in. It's not the drink. Oh. Or the Critical Role character. Well, that's not going to get you. Is this it? Uh, yes, but you're going to want to click this. Okay. This Grog is a uh, very light roguelike, by which I mean light on resources and like how much, what's in the game, not like a roguelite. Um, trying to just emulate the raw rogue experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is made by... What's his name? Um, what the fuck is this guy? Thomas Biscop. Thomas Biscop, creator of uh, Ancient Domains of Mystery, which I'll talk about later. Adom. Adom. Uh, this game, Grog, is fucking cool. So it is a. It looks like Rogue in a lot of ways, but it has a different way of using UI that uses more menus and more like. Um, it uses less keys than mm-hmm. Rogue. I'm just stretching. Sorry. Um, and monsters that kill you will get promoted by the villain, and you'll encounter them again, and they'll be stronger. Oh shit! And when you die. You'll become a ghost, so you'll fight your old characters as ghosts. Eat your heart out, Shadows of Mordor. <laughs> and so, what it says here, it's, if you scroll down, fun fact. In a certain way, Grog is ultra old school, because it becomes harder and harder to win the game the longer you play it, because more ghosts and more revenge monsters will mate for, y- for, <laughs> will mate for you, will wait for you, making life more and more miserable. Um, uh, so the longer you play, the harder it gets. <laughs> this next sentence is... We don't uh, need to read that. It's, <laughs> it's embarrassing a little bit. This is, this is quite different to these comfy modern games and meta designs that push the player ever nearer to winning, given just enough time. In Grog, you really have to earn winning. Cringe. Yeah, somebody doesn't like Hades. Someone didn't like <laughs> Hades, but... Um, but Grog is fucking cool. You, it, you know what? It's fun and fast. <laughs> if you're the original creator of Adom... You're allowed. <laughs> um, I think... Also, you type in a name, a gender, and a type. <coughs> and then uh, that generates your stats based on whatever characters you type in oh. for those entries. Interesting. Um, I don't know exactly how that works, but you don't select anything from a list. You just type whatever word in each slot and i don't know what this different slots do but um you're not gonna believe this you go through 25 levels and then you go back through the uh, the previous 25 levels no way yeah um but yeah this is a light and uh fast and fun grog uh it's it's roguelike light fast and fun grog <laughs> fast and fun grog fast and fun grog it's my favorite grog that exists <laughs> um it's just really cool i recommend everybody play it it is it is, this is something that i think a lot of people don't know about because it's uh some guy's like game jam project mm-hmm. and granted people know who this guy is because he made adom mm-hmm. but if you're not a roguelike person you probably haven't heard of grog <laughs> 34 
Picross 3D Round 2. I have played a lot of Picross games in my life. Um, this is the game that I was playing while I listened to Rhythm of War, when Rhythm of War dropped. Um, uh, you know, like, I could have put six Picross games on this list. I only put one, and so I put 3D Round 2. On some I kind of... I kind of prefer 3D, to be honest with you, but Round 2, you know, it's a great game in its own right. Don't get me wrong. Number 34, Luca, Born of a Dream. This is uh, another... I think itch release. It most of it that I played was a sort of top-down, semi-inspired by Dark Souls type, like roll around and hit guys. Um, it seems neat. Very cool art style. And then I yeah. beat it, and it became a visual novel. And I haven't had time to finish that part yet. Oh, I didn't know that. But it became a very like text-heavy game mm. um, that I'm I was still working through, but. I just really like it. Good vibes. 33. Super Monkey Ball 2. Um, the Jesus number. The Jesus number. <laughs> um, I When I was a kid, I played so much Monkey Flight and Monkey Billiards and um, all the mini games. As an adult, I have revisited Monkey Ball and I just play the courses mostly. I really like both versions of engaging with monkey ball um it is a very special game many have tried and none have quite recreated what monkey ball 2 is in my opinion i like i like that remaster that remake they did um i played it on the series x um when we got the series x um i know people who are really into monkey ball don't like that one as much because the physics aren't quite the same uh i haven't played enough monkey ball that i notice so number 33 tacoma yeah. It's just really cool. It's just really cool. 32, Dark Souls. That game ends after you fight Warren Ornstein and Smell. <laughs> yeah. I I have beaten Gwen a couple times in my life, but yeah. you, know, you get through Ornstein and Smell and you're kind of done with the game a little bit. It's a shame they didn't finish that one either. It's a shame they didn't finish making that game. <laughs> It's almost like there's only one Souls game that was finished. I don't know. I'm 32 Firewatch. What's that? Oh, it's a it's a, it's a video game. <laughs> no one knows what Firewatch is. It's just you. It's a walking simulator. It's a walking simulator. They it's... put the Far Cry 2 map in that game. Did they? Yeah. You have to look down at it. Oh, okay. Um. This is also a present mechanic in. Uh, Sea of Thieves. I gotta tell you, Firewatch is way better than Far Cry 2. There's a younger version of myself <laughs> that puts Far Cry 2 on this list, and I'm really glad I've outgrown that person. Because <laughs> when I say younger, I mean probably when I was like 23, you know? <laughs> 31? 31. Uh, Gravity Rush. We're going to get into some games I have very little to say as we get through the, the top 25. Mm-hmm. So Gravity Rush, um Pretty cool stuff. Great game. Uh I played Gravity Rush 2 immediately after finishing Gravity Rush, and so I kind of burnt out a little bit. Um I'd really like to revisit Gravity Rush 2 because by many accounts it is the better game. I just, you know, Gravity Rush grabbed me a little more because of how I played them. So I played a little bit of Gravity Rush, but um I didn't get that far in it. I think I played it on the Vita. Yeah. And it was neat. 
Uh, I wanted to play more of it, and then I just didn't because it did. I just didn't. It didn't hook me. Em and, em and Jackson do a better job of extolling the virtues of Gravity Rush than I could. Yeah, so. we don't need to defend it. Thirty-one Devil May Cry Four, the best Devil May Cry game. You and Em agree? Yeah. Well, we disagree on some points. <laughs> You're more of a Dante person than a I, Nero. N- no. I'm not a Dante person, and I'm not a Nero person. Oh, you're a Virgil person. Of course I'm a Virgil person! I didn't remember that you could play Virgil in that game. Well, they added him way later. Right, right, right. Um, I think Virgil's really cool. <laughs> you, you know about Virgil. I know about Virgil. You know about Nello Angelo. You never played 5, right? No, I really wanted to, because I know some stuff happens with Virgil in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30. Kingdom Hearts 2. Ah, I didn't make it on my list. Yeah, I can expect that. Um, it's... I, I don't know. I, I kind of waffled on if I should put Kingdom Hearts or Kingdom Hearts 2 on here. I thought about putting Birth by Sleep on here even, but... Not 358? I thought about putting 358 on here. I, I just... Kingdom Hearts 2. It's just the, the one I played the most, you know? Um, so Kingdom Hearts 2 it is. You're 30? I am. <laughs> I've been waiting to make that joke for like 10 spots. Metal Gear Solid 2. There will be a different Metal Gear Solid game coming up just, soon. Uh, well, you can be wrong. <laughs> um, it, is a, it is a coin flip sometimes, whether 2 or 4 is my favorite Metal Gear. But um, I just love it. It's a great video game. You can shoot those bottles. You do shoot those bottles. <laughs> you do shoot those bottles. Um, I think 2024... I'm No, I think here. I think in 2024, I'm going to make it... I've only ever watched Metal Gear Scanlan and the Chip Cheesum um, Let's Plays, or Chip it and Ionicus. Sounds like a, uh, like a morning zoo. <laughs> I've only ever watched Metal Gear Solid. Um, I think one of my missions for 2024 is going to be to play the at least the first three, and then... We'll see about four, just because it's like, do I want to play it on the PS3 that's hooked up over there? Do I want to try to get it to run on the deck? If I want to play it on the PS3, we need to buy a new DualShock 3, potentially. Yeah, because ours are broken. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this, and you want to send me an Amazon link to, like, cheap DualShock 3s, or cheap, solid controllers that plug into a PS3... Let me know, because I, I have a hacked PS3, and so it would be really nice to get back to playing games on there, but our DualShock 3s don't work anymore, um, so, yeah. 29. Um, uh, Attack of the Friday Monsters. Um, this is a Millennium Kitchen game. Um, unlike Emin Jackson, I don't think Attack of the Friday Monsters is going to get dethroned by me playing Boku no Natsuyasumi 2, or... My Summer Vacation 2. I call it the Japanese title because I genuinely kind of forget the American title sometimes. Is there an American title? No. That's the trouble. <laughs> um, I, I think call, me mispronouncing the Japanese name is extremely cringe, and so I apologize for that. Um, but but yeah, I, I don't think uh, My Summer Vacation 2 is going to replace uh, Attack of the Friday Monsters in my heart, but I'm very excited to play... Attack of the Friday, or I'm very excited to play my summer vacation too. 29, Into the Breach. I thought about this. It didn't quite make my list, but it's a really good game. It's a fantastic little puzzle game. 
It is I, a puzzle game. That's correct. I like those little guys and the little mechs and they fight the little bugs. I like Into the Breach the way that people uh, like Advanced Wars, but I think people who are really into Advanced Wars are fucking crazy. The thing about XCOM and Into the Breach and other stuff like this, um, I really get into thinking about the guys. Yeah. And I tell little stories in my head that aren't in the game about the little guys. Into the Breach really has a, a a lot of capacity for this in a way that some tactics games don't. I think XCOM 2 <laughs> also has that capacity for yeah. sure. Um, this is what Darkest Dungeon should be. But it just doesn't click so just, far. Yeah. Maybe someday. 28. Metroid Zero Mission. My 28's better, but continue. I really went back and forth between Zero Mission or Fusion. Um, I've I've just played Zero Mission like eight times, you know? Um, I've played it on multiple different systems. Um, I just really like Zero Mission. Um, regardless, we can all agree, better than Super Metroid. Uh, name me one Metroid game worse than Super Metroid. You can't. <laughs> uh, you can't. Metroid. No. I would I'd, rather play Metroid than Super Metroid. I would rather... I would... Super Metroid is a great game. Don't get me wrong. No, it's not. It's just that people who like Super Metroid are I annoying. genuinely think it's, like, mid to bad. It's not just I, overhyped. I also think it's kind of a bad game. I really like... I really like Super Metroid, but it's... It's the my least favorite of the Metroids I have completed. I dislike Metroid more, but I just haven't completed Metroid. I will keep my other Metroid opinions to myself and move on to number 28, Wizardry Proving Grounds of the Mad Overlord. Your 28 is better than my 28. <laughs> That's so true. Wizardry is fucking cool. Uh, pretty hard to get into. I've played the Super Nintendo version. I kind of want to check out that new remaster thing dia did not like that game very much yeah but once it's out of early access okay yeah i didn't i i heard m describing some of the issues with it and i didn't realize that it might just be early access stuff so i'm 27 yeah you are Metal Gear solid three snake eater or subsistence if you will i would rather subsistence thank you um i this is i have played a lot of snake eater not a lot of Snake Eater. I have played about half of Snake Eater, um, and there was a certain point where I made, like, two hours of progress um, and forgot that game doesn't autosave because I didn't play I didn't play Snake Eater until, like, way later. You know, I played Snake Eater in maybe, like, 2013, and so I got kind of used to games autosaving, and I just lost two hours of progress to not autosaving, and so then I was done playing Snake Eater, Eventually, I watched Metal Gear Scanlan and uh, Chip and Ironicus. Um, I just love Snake Eater a lot. Um, Have you ever played Vanilla? No. Hmm. Um, Whatever. I was going to say, people who like Snake Eater are annoying sometimes, but that's true true of all Metal Gear fans. Um, Not me, the Metal Gear Solid 4 liker. (laughs) (laughs) There are dozens of us. You and I had a conversation the other day. where I was like, people who like Snake Eater uh, best ruined Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> and you said something that stuck with me, which is only one person who likes Snake Eater best ruined Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, it was Kojima. <laughs> Number 27. The Seventh Saga. Yeah, this game's fucking rad. Yeah. I, I haven't really played it, but, you know, 
what I know of it, it seems really cool. Very cool Super Nintendo JRPG. Um, pretty fucking difficult. Yeah. They made it really hard in the localization, so I recommend a patch from Romhack or whatever website. CD um, Romance. No, the other one. Oh. Uh, to uh, bring it in line with the original release, uh, it like completely fucks with stat scaling and stuff for oh. some reason. So you, you kind of want to patch it to be a little closer to the original, and then once you do that, it's really cool. There are seven characters... You pick one as your main guy, and then you can make alliances with the other characters. But basically, you're out on a quest to collect these things. I think there's seven of them. I forget how many there are. Um, but you have to fight each other. It's very Starfield. Mm-hmm. Where, like, they will ambush you after you pick up one of these artifacts and try to take them. you got to fight the other, like, player characters. This seems really cool. And, like, if you're playing as the demon... Nobody will be friends with you because you're the demon. But you could be friends with the demon. He might double cross you though mm. and take your things. There's like runes. I think they're runes. This is like a very like. This is not how. This is closer to how I think of like Western RPGs than how I think of JRPGs. But also, I can't imagine a Western RPG doing this either. So I don't know. Seems like very unique. It is. It's very cool. I think it has a sequel that didn't come out. Here, I think it might, or I think it has a, a, a Japanese-only sequel. I couldn't remember. Twenty-six. Uh, I will say that the elf character from that is what my profile picture is on most things. Oh, okay. Her name is Essen of Bussy. <laughs> You're making that up. No, I mean it's busy. It's B U S Y. Okay, <laughs> but her first name is Asuna. Twenty-six. Mark of the fucking ninja. Oh, I thought you were going to say wolves. This game is so good. <clears throat> People who don't know, this is the other clay game that I really care about. It is very similar to Splinter Cell Conviction. Um, it's a it's a very, like, puzzle-oriented stealth game. When you're in shadows, the whole screen goes black and white. When you're in light, there's color, just like Splinter Cell Conviction. <coughs> um, you know, you can... <coughs> Much like Dishonored, you can sort of go kill them all, or you can be, uh, you know, you can not do any kills, and that's a much harder version of the game. Um, you know, I really enjoy both ways of playing it. It's one of the first games where I really tried to, like, get get high scores, you know? Um, but I don't, like, you can just go through the game and not worry about the scores, or you can replay levels and try to get the best score you can. Um, I will never make the leaderboards on those games, but, you know, whatever. Um, I would I would love a sequel to this game more than life itself. I have been wanting a sequel to this game for so fucking long. This game is incredible. This would be my second choice if you asked me how you would make a Mistborn video game. My first choice is Dishonored. But Mark of the Ninja, close second. We, we might be talking about Dishonored in just a moment. <laughs> Number 26, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah. The Super Nintendo sequel to the NES classic Ghosts and Goblins. Mm. It's just really cool. It's really you cool. You go through the levels, you collect the armors and the magic items, and you... It's very hard. You have to play it's through, fucking hard. Yeah, I think you also, in that one, have to play the game twice to get to the end. Oh, yeah. Because you get to the oh, end yeah. and the final boss sends you back to level one. Yeah, that is how that goes, right? Um, 25. Pikmin. 
I've never played Pikmin 2, 3, or 4, or the 3DS platformer thingamajig. Um, I know that most people who I'm friends with like Pikmin 2 better than Pikmin. I know lots of people like Pikmin 3 better than Pikmin. Haven't played them. Pikmin. We have an adventuring party coming by the window right now. Yeah, something. Um, it's fucking Pikmin. Don't care it's, about Pikmin, never have, but you're valid. It's one of my faves. I love Pikmin. 25, Bionic Commando Rearmed. That's not Bionic Commando 2009, correct? No. Right. It's the remake of the original with the Simon Vickland music. I played way more of this game than I have played any other Bionic Commando game. It's really cool. It's pretty cool. Didn't make my list, but it's pretty darn cool. Very good music, very good stages. I like swinging around. Bionic Commando 09, also really fun. I have never played Bionic Commando 09, but I have watched Molly play enough of it that I know that I would like Bionic Commando 09 if I played it. Yeah, it's 24. 24, Slay the Spire. I have an embarrassing number of hours in Slay the Spire. They made a sequel to Solid. More. (laughs) Bigger. Bigger. (laughs) 1,200? Um, You're getting close to the ballpark, but I think still under... It's hard to say. It's really hard to say because... You've been playing it for like a decade? It it came out in 2019. <laughs> it came out in 2019. Oh man, uh, that might I might have. You know, when I grabbed this um, release date, it might the I might have started playing it in early access, so it might have come out in 2018. I'm not sure, but regardless, 24 Oxen Free. I love this game. I want to play that sequel. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't have that much to say about it. I wish you walked a little faster. Yeah. But the dialogue in that game, really cool. Where you uh, constantly interrupt people and talk over each other. And it feels yeah. interesting and different. I got really triggered by that game mm-hmm. um, at a certain point and uh, made it hard to go back to. But it seems really neat. Um, I also want to play the, the fucking re-release where they added new stuff to the ending, too. I never They added like a new game plus. Hmm. I never did that either. But. Hmm. Um, I will say we're entering into a, a slate of heavy hitters here. Yeah, yeah. So, keep going. 23, Parasite Eve. Pretty good. Pretty fucking good. Uh, one of the two Christmas games on our list. Yes. I was thinking I might replay it for Christmas <laughs> this year. I was legit thinking about... Because I bet that game is short to begin with, and I bet now that I've played it once, I could clear it a lot faster my second time through. It's kind of a Resident Evil 4. Kind of. Imagine the version. Imagine the world where um, Resident Evil Four was an RPG instead. I'm imagining it. I'm also imagining Parasite Eve as a uh, action game, like shooter. Mm-hmm. I never played two. I could. I'm not going to play three. Three Ultima. Oh yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, though they did make like eight more games, they immediately in Ultima 2 took out all the shit I like from Ultima. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Ultima is a very is, is a PC RPG from a different era. It is a buck wild game. Yeah. Listening to you talk through like, okay, now I'm time traveling and now I'm in a plane and now... <laughs> no, you you do dungeons, uh-huh. you kill the Balrog, mm-hmm. uh, and then you get a spacesuit. Yeah. And then you buy a rocket ship from the castle, uh-huh. uh, and you go to space, and you you meet the Enterprise briefly. <laughs> um, you have like a phaser, mm-hmm. and you fight uh, 
spaceships, and mm-hmm. then you kill the evil wizard. Um, side note, the, the um, was it in the Monster Manual podcast where they were talking about using phasers in D and D? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is of that era. Mm-hmm. This is one of those. <clears throat> um, but Ultima is really cool. Uh, it has a world map, and then it has the town maps, and it has the dungeons, and all of them have different perspectives. Hmm. Like, the, the towns are all single screens, and the world map is kind of bigger, and you move around on it, and then the dungeons are all first-person blobbers. Right, right, right. And unfortunately, Ultima 2 on, they all have the same sort of POV throughout the entire game, where you're mm-hmm. just guiding your characters around and it's more like a normal rpg mm. but i love how inconsistent and messy ultima one is i think mm. it's kind of beautiful um a hell of a lot better than a Calabath world of doom which was the uh game that pre precedes it mm. by uh what's his name richard garriott yeah yeah sir garriott. richard garriott sir richard garriott yeah sorry lord british himself <clears throat> his name is lord british um 22 yeah Sonic Generations. Um, my favorite of the like boost type of Sonic games. Haven't played as many of them as you would think. Um, you know, I, I so so I played all of the you know PS2, GameCube era Sonic games. Um, and kind of fell off during this like seventh gen console era of of Sonic. Um, because I let the internet convince me that Sonic was stupid, you know? So at some point I let my I let Sonic convince me that Sonic was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I've just um, come around on stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic is stupid, but I mean that <laughs> To be clear. Yeah. Um But Sonic Generations, um I re I came to it much, much later, like almost a decade after it came out, probably not quite, but close to it. Um, and just really fell in love with it at a time that I was not, I didn't like video games very much. I was at a like lull period and Sonic generations really like reignited a love of video games. Um, you know, another game where I really love replaying the levels to, um, get higher scores. Um, you know, the 2D Sonic levels, they're not as good as, you know, Sonic 2 or um, Sonic CD, but, you know, great, great stuff. Um, you know, if I was going to put a 2D Sonic on here, I probably might put, like, Sonic Advance or Sonic Advance 2 or Sonic CD. But, you know, like, Sonic Generations, the, the 2D stuff is no slouch. 22 Chorus. Sorry, sorry, this is... Chores! Yeah, <laughs> I legit forget that that game is called Chorus. Yeah, just really fun spaceship game. Uh, yeah, it's it's silly a little bit, uh, but you do some sick maneuvers in that spaceship. You drift, mm-hmm. you shoot guys, uh, you boost through them by co- coating yourself in psychic energy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, that game seems pretty cool. <clears throat> your your love of chorves is infectious, and I have not played chorves at all. Chorves is great. One of the twenty second best game of all time. Twenty one. I'm kind of surprised at how low this is. I didn't. There was nothing I could really do about it. But um, twenty one. Dishonored. Mm. 
the DLC alone gets it into, you know. Yeah, I mean, the Dowd mm. stuff is just so good. The Dowd stuff <laughs> is so good, but the Corvo stuff is also so yeah, good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I like this better than Dishonored 2. Haven't played Death of the Outsider. I truly think Dishonored is better than Dishonored 2. Yeah. It's all around. I get it. You yeah. Know, Dishonored 2 is flashier and has more, like, moving parts, but that that party's cool. I, the, the thing, I think I'd probably like Dishonored 2 better if the first time I played it, I just played as Corvo. I don't like Emily's moveset as much, you know? Um, but I still, I just don't like Dishonored 2 as much as I like Dishonored, you know? I never loved Death of the Outsider. It was fun, but I never felt like it was on the level of Dishonored. It, it, you know, we're, we're splitting hairs. Dishonored 2 is still, yeah, you know. Sure. You know, Dishonored 2 is still worthy of being in the top 100 games, probably. But Dishonored and and Knife of Dunwall and Brigmore Witches, just fucking incredible stuff. 21, Sable. Yeah, I was thinking about playing Sable recently. It's really good. Um, It's on the Steam Deck right now. Beautiful game. Beautiful game. Doesn't run very well. Does not run very well. (laughs) Um, I recommend everyone play Sable. Uh, I played a short hike and really liked it, um, and then I watched you play Sable shortly after that, and I was like, man, this kicks the shit out of a short hike. <laughs> yeah. Um. 20. 20. Outer Wilds. Mm. Great game. 20. Final Fantasy 2. Yeah. No, not that one. Not that one. <laughs> the one on the PSP. <laughs> um, yeah. Would you believe that I really like the Final Fantasy that plays like Skyrim? I should I should say about Outer Wilds. Go listen to the abnormal mapping about it. They're gonna. I I, I was kind of mentally ill about just Outer Wilds because it was really hard for me, but. Um, it has overcome that because it is a really exceptional game, and I think that Emin Jackson explained its virtues better than I could. Nineteen. Nineteen. Dragon Quest. Oh, Dragon Quest. That's pretty good. Slightly better than Final Fantasy II, I would say. <laughs> eh, I haven't played it. I haven't finished it. A so. lot better than Dragon Quest II. <laughs> I don't much care for Dragon Quest II. Dragon, Dragon Quest One. I played on the Game Boy. I didn't finish it, but it felt very similar to Ultima. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have your one guy... You go and you do RPG stuff. At some point, you fight a boss. Yes. Now, your aesthetic differences may lead you to uh, favor one over the other, um, but that occupies the same slot in my brain. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I would probably like Dragon Quest 1 a lot more than any of the others. Yeah. There is a, like... Also, in Ultima 2 on, they add party. I didn't mention that. You have, like companions and shit and i don't want that i just want one guy yeah dragon Dragon quest 3 seems like it figures out the party stuff a little better um but dragon quest 2 they they add a party and they don't really know what they're doing yet Um, i would rather have one character that isn't a character mm -hmm. than four characters that aren't characters yes agreed like i don't know i guess the hierarchy is like all characters who are characters then character who isn't a character with companions that are characters then one character alone that's yeah. not a character. And then, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's the full hierarchy, but that's, that's my feelings. Dragon Quest has a like Tetris-like perfection to it, I think. 19, Transistor. Yeah. I love it. Beautiful soundtrack. 
beautiful soundtrack. Looks great, plays really well. I never played it really, but the the visuals and the audio are really fucking exceptional. I love the gameplay of Transistor. I'm actually surprised that it is where it is on this list, but we will keep going. Um, I made some choices in this ordering, but yeah. 18. <clears throat> Metroid motherfucking Prime. Pinball. Not pinball. Oh man. <laughs> Another game what? I've played through a bunch of times. What is there to say about Metroid Prime? What is My favorite Zelda-like. 18. Your favorite first person uh, adventure. You know what? You know what? There is another Ocarina of Time clone coming up on this list. Arcsiders? The... No. No. We'll get Twilight there. Princess? We'll, we'll get there. It's it's um, considerably higher. Number 18, Dungeons & Dragons Eye of the Beholder, specifically the Game Boy Advance version. This game is so bad, and you it's love it. It's so, so broken. <laughs> Half the time, I would do something, and it wouldn't work, and I'd sat there thinking, okay, there was no UI, there was no feedback on that. Did this not work because they didn't bring this particular third edition D&D rule into the game? Or is it bugged? Mm-hmm. Or did they just not, like, it, did it break? Like, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> um, but I played through it. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Really, really fun. Um, it is very broken. Uh, it is very messy. And it is... Um, it, I mean, they replaced the first-person real-time combat of Eye of the Beholder, the Blobber, with, like, a grid tactics game. Uh, which is really fun, way better than the original Eye of the Builder. Um, and it's kind of my ideal RPG, in, structurally. Like, being able to do first-person blobber exploration and then go into combat and zoom out to see the map represented as the squares mm-hmm. in the room, mm-hmm. like, one-to-one as a tactics game. Pretty cool. It's the same map. Yeah. It's so cool. Pretty cool. 17. Resident Evil 4. Arcade edition. <laughs> I'm uh I'm playing through that currently. That's Not right now. One of one of the greats. Um number 17. Tales of Symphonia. Yeah. I this would probably be on my list if I had played it a little more recently or All Timer one it was my first JRPG. Um extremely formative, wonderful game. Um, Lloyd Irving. Lloyd motherfucking Irving. Yeah. If one sword has a power of 100, then two swords has a power of 200. That's true. Goodness and love will always win. 16. 16. Outrun 2006, <clears throat> coast to coast. This is extreme recency bias, but also I think if I sat with this for the next five years, it would only move higher on the list. Outrun 2006 is a perfect video game. It is... I really like driving. In video games, and the driving does not get much better than an Outrun 2006. I don't care about cars. I do like spaceships. You do. Uh, 16, Life is Strange. Yeah. I cite my earlier rule about crying. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love Life is Strange. I watched Austin, Vinny, and Alex play it, and um, yeah. it's a really cool game. You know, I don't like it as much as you, but... It um, had some shortcomings, certainly. It had some sort of stumbles in the in the back half but i just i just love it i had a friend of mine once grill me that oh if you watched the let's play you didn't really play life is strange because it's about the choices and i'm just like fuck you honestly 
I would have written a better ending myself, but yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> Low bar. <laughs> I did read some of those comics, but I never finished them. Uh, by ending, do you mean the the teacher stuff, or do you mean the choice? I like the choice at the end. I think I could have written. I mean, I think that the the right choice is not like there's not enough there. The endings, yeah. the, both of the endings need more to them. Yes. Um, the teacher stuff is like fine. I get it. Yeah. It's not what I would have gone for. Same. Same. But also, like that's fine. It's, Somet- it, sometimes the evil thing is super mundane and normal. Yeah. I get it. It's. The, it, it is very of the genre in a way sure. that it's yeah you know excusable. How is um, that Twin Peaks ending? Is that, is that fully satisfying on all fronts? <laughs> oh, the, you're the, quibbling. The ending of Twin Peaks, either the original show or the return, is unsatisfying in a way that I find much more satisfying than the way that the Life is Strange ending That's is fair. unsatisfying. I think it's yeah. Fifteen Super Smash Bros. Melee. Eh. Fifteen. <laughs> There's nothing to say. It's melee. It's melee. Fifteen. It's obsolete in every way. Fifteen. Time spinner. The thing, melee is obsolete in every way, but it would be dishonest to put ultimate on here instead of melee. Somebody needs to get out there and write some time spinner fanfic. I'm the only person. Yeah. I lost my shit when they announced time spinner too. Not as much as I did. <laughs> Not as much as you did. <laughs> Man. The only author of time spinner fanfic on AO3. That's right. The number one time spinner fanfic author. 14 14 let's knock this out i gotta go to work oh shit it's two o'clock yeah 14 threes um when i die i want a stat screen to pop up it's 42 um what 14 threes (laughs) when i die i want a stat screen to pop up that tells me how much time i've wasted on the toilet playing threes um 14 ancient domains of mystery yeah you want to know about Ancient Domains of Mystery? The prequel to Grog. In a way. <laughs> <clears throat> so that game came out in 1994. Really? Yes. Uh, and continued development until 2003. I did not know that. And then he abandoned it for nine years and then came back in 2012 and added some more stuff. Um, it added, like, there's a tile set, there's, like, sound effects and stuff. You don't need all that. It's Even, fun, though. The sound effects might be cool. I don't it know It is really fun. Set. I like the look of it, at least. I, I saw one screenshot when I Googled it, and I didn't care for this specifically. Well, there is... That's a little better. There is information on the screen that is only present in the... Tile the set? The tile set stuff that you kind of want to have on hand okay related to like corruption and what level of the dungeon you're on and okay and, like stuff up here there's some like details okay um Th- this title screen doesn't look very good but the actual in-game stuff i think is a little better i like it i this is a game i've spent so much time on yeah. i have made so many guys here and i have um a whole rec- like ongoing stories in my head about the guys that i've put into adom um, truly one of the greats on, in terms of like classic roguelikes. Uh, if you want to get into roguelikes in the older sense, rogue, pretty good place to start. If you think that's too like intimidating, I would recommend Grog or Adom as sort of like on ramps mm-hmm. to the to the mode of roguelikes. Or 
Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> 13. Animal Crossing New Leaf. Interesting. Um, this a weird resonance again. Speaking of making guys. Yeah. Um, literally made myself. Uh, you know, um, obviously it's Animal Crossing New Leaf. It's, you know, I don't need to extol the virtues of Animal Crossing New Leaf. It's, I think, the best Animal Crossing game. Haven't really played the other ones. This is the one I got into. Yeah. Um, this is how I feel about Wild World. And also, just personally, personally, um, I was playing a boy, and I put on a dress in Animal Crossing New Leaf, and it sort of was like, interesting. I'm having thoughts right now <laughs> about, um, you know, gender. Um, and so, mm-hmm. and, you know... I kind of like that people make weird comments to you when you're a boy wearing a dress of New Leaf, you know? Um, it's like Nintendo stumbled into saying something um, by being, you know, transphobic. Um, put, these, put these two games on the shelf next to each other, you might have trouble picking them apart. 13, Alien Isolation. <laughs> <laughs> just a really fucking solid game. A little too long, but just cool puzzles... Cool areas, atmosphere is great, sound effects are great, visuals are great. Like, I, I didn't put this game on my list because I mostly watched you playing it, and I knew it would be high on your list, but um, yeah, really fucking cool game. If Maybe one of these days I'll get the itch and go play it myself. Uh, as the third and final horror game on my list, uh, I think it is the best. Number 12, Psychonauts. It is hard to argue with your favorite game when you were 10 years old. So hard. Um, <laughs> number 12, XCOM 2. Can I talk about Psychonauts okay. a little more? I just love Psychonauts so much. I, I, I Psychonauts 2 came out, and I tried it, and like the jump is a little too snappy. The jump is like a little too good. You know, I know people like Psychonauts 2 a lot, and I would like to spend a little more time with it, but like... I kind of like the bad platforming of Psychonauts. It has like a certain feel to me, similar to um, Spire of the Dragon a little bit, um, that just works. Um, and it Psychonauts 2 being more polished kind of is not as interesting to me as what Psychonauts is, to be honest. Psychonauts is an odd game in that every element of its aesthetic existence repels me. Yeah, uh, I really, <laughs> I really like Cartoon Network shows of the two thousands, yeah. um, and you, you don't, don't. No, and don't. like that's Psychonauts right there. Um, XCOM two, yeah. Don't know what else there is to say about it. I put so much time into XCOM 2. I, I put so much time into XCOM 1, and 2 kicks the shit out of it in every way. You know? Um, 11, Street Fighter 6. It's the best Street Fighter. Which is crazy, because Street <clears throat> Fighter 3 exists. I think the best Street Fighter is actually Street Fighter, the movie, the game. <laughs> um. Well... When, as you're coming back from Memphis, I will say that my 11 is Hades. I didn't know this would be so high for you. It's really good. I, I You know, Hades is on my list, but considerably lower. I love Hades. Don't get me wrong. I like Hades a lot. I'm not very good at it, but I like it. Yeah. 10. This surprised me. We're I in did, the top 10. Wee-woo, I, I did not realize this would be a, a top 10 game for me. Earthbound. <laughs> Ugh. 
It's repeat what I said about psychonauts. It's <laughs> Earthbound. I just I yeah, just sure. You're allowed. I didn't think it would be this high for me, but the more I think about Earthbound, the, the more I love Earthbound. You know, it's a really special game. Ten. Kicks the shit out of Earthbound. Dishonored. <laughs> In some ways, it does kick the shit out of Earthbound. <laughs> Ness does not ever crossbow a dude in the face. And, uh, you know. Maybe he should. <laughs> Maybe he should. Um, Nine. Nine? Spelunky. And I specifically mean the original Spelunky. Not 2011 or whatever it is. The pixel art Spelunky. Obviously, I've played... At this point, I've probably played more of Spelunky HD, but Spelunky is the game of my heart. <clears throat> Nine. Dungeon Encounters. Yeah. Yeah. Slick game. I, I I put this game on the deck, and I was a little confused by it. I, I want you to walk me through like the first area or something, just so I can sort of wrap my head around it. But um, cool game. Very cool Very game. cool. Very kind of bare bones yes. in a really cool way. The, the uh, heater is turning on, so look forward to that in yeah. the editing. Yeah. Um, just really, really fucking cool. Um, do you want to turn off the heater while I say number eight? Yeah, I, got, I don't got shit to say about that. Number eight, Burnout Paradise. My favorite driving game. Might get, might get dethroned by uh, uh, OutRun 2006, <laughs> but there's that heater turning off sound and there's the whatever anyway burnout paradise um i don't know what you expected yeah it's burnout paradise has been one of my favorite games since you know 2008 um someday i'll reclaim the three gigabytes that is burnout paradise on the xbox man it's never getting uninstalled (laughs) because burnout paradise great game burnout paradise on the pc even better Burnout Paradise on the Series X, where I can hit quick resume and I don't have to hear boom, I can I can't do that riff right, but you know, uh, not having to hear the intro to Burnout Paradise every time you boot up Burnout Paradise is incredible. Number eight, Demons Souls. It's yeah. the best Souls game. Yeah. Like, I I have not really sunk my teeth into Demon's Souls, but I understand why you put it here, for sure. Absolutely. It is crucial that Demon's Souls has the weird equip burden shit. Mm-hmm. Where you have held item limit as well as worn item limit. Yeah. it's This is part of the reason that Dark Souls 2 doesn't click for me, is because the, the like, gradient of your equip, or, or your... your Equip load is not as interesting to me as the tiered Dark Souls 1 rolls. Anyway. Demon's Souls also has gender-locked clothes and gear. Yeah. Which is really fun. Atlas games. Atlas games. <laughs> <laughs> In a way. Seven? Um, okay, I put Katamari Damacy here. Yeah, I, I'm taking the gloves off for my top ten, so do you... You know, this, what I wrote in my note here is by all rights, I should put We Love Katamari here, but I'm holding out till I finish that game. You have finished that. I game. have finished that game now. I'm putting these in a co spot because uh, I really like the other levels, the like weird requests you get in We Love Katamari better than the like make Capricorn or whatever levels of Domacy. But I do think that the just rolling up the biggest ball you can levels are better in Damacy than in We Love Katamari. So, 
in much the same way that like Super Mario Galaxy and Galaxy 2 are very different games, I also um are very different games but very similar games, you know. I kind of just want Damacy and We Love Katamari to coexist here. Also, frankly, We Love Katamari Nora went to turn off the other radiator and drop something. Sorry, listener. Um she's flipping the microphone off right now. <laughs> uh you know, um train of thought. I was just going to finish my thought. Um We Love Katamari doesn't have Lonely Rolling Star in it, so it's kind of hard to put it above Katamari Damacy. Um but man, We Love Katamari and Katamari Damacy kind of Coexisting in the seventh spot. Incredible games. Anyway, number seven, El Shaddai, Ascension of the Metatron. I did not realize this would be top ten for you. Why did you not realize this would be top ten for me? I I just, I haven't played it. Visually, it looks incredible, but I haven't played it, so I don't really have an idea of, like, why you love it the way you do. Well, visually, it looks incredible. That's true. That's a fact. But you the don't see me play... putting Okami on <laughs> The gameplay is, is, you know, it's kind of normal sort of 360 action game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really fucking fun. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. Is that, that game was delisted, but it's back now, right? I don't remember. Okay. You know what you can't play anymore? Hmm. The mobile game side-scrolling platformer spinoff. Oh. Number six, Quadrilateral Cowboy. Um, this is the final mention of a Blendo game on this list. Obviously, I only had Gravity Bone on here, but I've talked about all the Blendo games I love. Quadrilateral Cowboy. I've played through this like four times. Aren't I've... those the people who made Silent Hill? Or like are making Silent Hill? No. Blendo? You're thinking of Bloober Team. Oh, sorry. It's some other dumb bullshit. Uh, Quadrilateral Cowboy. I've played through this game like four times and I've cried every single time. Um, I just think it is the... they. It adds mechanics to Gravity Bone and... Um, uh, 30 Flights of Loving, and the mechanics they add are really cool. Um, I just love this game. I love it so, so, so fucking much in a way that is... It is hard to describe why I love it if you haven't played it, and if you've played it, just... You either get it, or you're like, Autumn's crazy. You know? Autumn's crazy. But she's also right. <laughs> uh, number six, Shadowrun Dragonfall. Really? I knew you liked that game. I didn't realize it would be number six. Maybe the best CRPG. I should check those games out. I've never... You should check out Dragonfall or Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, that's... You maybe don't want to play Shadowrun (laughs) Returns because there's no player... There's, like, you can hire people to go on missions for you, but you don't have teammates that are defined characters in the way of the other two games. When I said I should check those games out, I meant Hong Kong and Dragonfall. Dragonfall is it's a Shadowrun game that takes place in Germany. It involves a conspiracy. There's a dragon. Oh shit. Yeah. There's a dragon who's supposed to be dead. Oh shit. Um And you do cool missions and stuff. You make a guy, you go on missions. Yeah. Tactical combat. CRPG roleplay stuff. But then when combat starts, it's fun. Yeah. Because you're on a grid. Imagine. You're not in real time just like whacking people. You're like getting behind cover and shooting people. Oh, imagine a CRPG that's fun to play. (laughs) I know. Um, Number five. Honestly shocked it's not at number one, but that's how the list shook out. The Elder Scrolls III Morrowind. I'm not going to talk about it. You've 
if you listen to these podcasts, you've heard me talk about Morrowind. Number five, the Elder Scrolls Arena. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm glad that sunk up. Um, sunk? Sunk. It's synchronized. It's synchronized. <laughs> um, man. Arena's so fucking good. I, I have not played Arena, but I've watched you play Arena, and that game's fucking good. Um, the character creator screen of Arena is... It's something. It's really good. Four. Or am I thinking of Daggerfall? Anyway. Um, four. You might be thinking of Battlespire if it's the one with the titties out. No, I'm thinking of you're like standing on a mountain and there's Yeah, no, that's Arena. Okay, okay, cool. Four. Sonic Adventure 2. Um, I, I went to Toys R Us and I got this game and I came home and then City Escape was happening and my life has never been the same. Uh, and also, I've revisited this game many times as not a child, and it's uh, it's still incredible, because it's still Sonic Adventure 2. Number four, Pentiment. Yeah. I was talking to Molly about this. I, I wanted to wait to play Pentiment until... Because I watched you play some of it, but not all of it. And so I wanted to wait to check it out myself till the memories have faded, and I think I'm hitting that point now. Where I'm like, uh, yeah, there's like... The, the three acts, and I kind of remember the the thing that happens between each yeah. act, but that's about all I remember. Another game that made me cry. Yeah. So we're on our top threes now. Everyone place your bets about what they're going to be. I don't... Uh, everyone knows what my top three are, and I think, everyone, I think everyone knows what one of your top three is. I think everyone will know one of my top three. Um, number three. Yep. The best Ocarina of Time clone. Shut the fuck up. Silent Hill. The, one of the best movies containing Sean Bean. Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> that struck work. I'm bleeping that. <laughs> one of the best movies containing Sean Bean where he doesn't die. I, I'm not bleeping it because it's too much work. but uh... Silent Hill. It's incredible. Um, I kind of think I'm going to end up liking Silent Hill 3 better. I've only played... I've only, sounds right to me. I've played the, the mall of Silent Hill 3. <sighs> really loved it. Have not continued. Um, when are I'll... you playing Shattered Memories? Probably never, unfortunately. When are you playing Downpour? Probably never. Homecoming? Definitely never. <laughs> I, j- I, I think Silent Hill is a fucking masterpiece. I, I like, it's... Go listen to the Safe Room episode. It's too I, scaly. I, I played this game because Safe Room played this game. Um, too scaly for me. And I think Grace and Rose do a great job of... Um, breaking down what makes that game so special. Um, it is an amalgamation of so many influences that I love, and it is also its own distinct thing. You know, it is... You can see where it's, you know, copying other people's notes, and it also goes off in its own direction. Um, I think Silent Hill is really special. I think it is. Um, and I, I'm... I, I took a co-host question about this a while back. I'm kind of glad that there's not... But Silent Hill 2 is not a PS1 game. I'm kind of glad that Silent Hill stands alone as its own weird and unique thing. There's nothing else quite like Silent Hill for the PS1. You know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Number three. Rogue. Yeah. Classic. A classic of gaming. There's a whole genre that spun out of it for a reason. It's not the first roguelike. But it's it was the big one. Mm-hmm. Roguelikes have existed since before video games. Really? Yeah. Huh. They're 
They come from Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, sure. Yeah. Also, the video games that existed on computer networks that were not accessible to the outside world mm. before, like the internet, um, in like the seventies, mm. had on like campus computer systems had roguelikes that are way older that are much more difficult to play these mm. days than mm. Rogue is. Um, but also, like original D and D is very much a roguelike in structure. Number two. If I cry, you get on the list. Yeah, that's the rules. Final Fantasy VIII. Um, I cried so many times playing Final Fantasy VIII. Well, that's because you were trying to learn how to play Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> you know, understandable. <laughs> <laughs> Remember um, when everyone talked about how complicated Final Fantasy VIII is? Yeah. It's kind of a normal JRPG, right? The thing about Final Fantasy VIII is that if you want to be a sicko, you can. Because the level scaling in that game is weird and stupid. Um, but, like, I was not a sicko. I, I was mildly sickos, but I think I was sickos the wrong way. Um, because I didn't really understand what I was doing till halfway through. Um, but, yeah, Final Fantasy VIII, it's, it's arguably the greatest game ever made. It's the second best video game with Laguna in it. <laughs> What's the best video game with Laguna? Dissidia Duo Dechum. <laughs> Um, number two chrono trigger number two number two chrono trigger oh i know what your number one is yeah i know you know what number one is i didn't didn't cross my mind number two chrono trigger one of the first video games i ever played one of the first jrpgs i ever played um i didn't know it was a jrpg at the time um beautiful game frog Frog, beautiful frog. Beautiful frog. <laughs> um, one just one of the best soundtracks of any video game. I might say the best soundtrack of any video game. I would be hard pressed to dispute it. Uh, I guess Chrono Cross is better in some ways, soundtrack wise. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying anything um, else about those the are my guys. Those are my fucking guys. Those are my fucking. You know guys. how invested I was in the little morsel of narrative that they added to the DS port. Oh, I'm sure. About fucking Dalton? Yeah. Or whatever his name is? Mm-hmm. Is it Dalton? I think so. Trying to tie things in to Chrono Cross, but badly on purpose? Question mark? Yeah. The Dream Devourer. Number one. Rhythm Heaven. For the Nintendo DS. It's Rhythm Heaven. It's the best game ever made. And I didn't even have to think about it. Like, I it, I was tempted to put Final Fantasy in the number one spot, but, like, it's Rhythm Heaven, dude. I know that some of my friends are Rhythm Tengoku people. I know that some people are Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix people. Um, flicking is so central to what Rhythm Heaven is that... Um, I, I, I think after you get through the first area of Mega Mix, you can start flicking or something, but, uh, like... Maybe I should play more Mega Mix, but Rhythm Heaven, even if Rhythm Heaven, even if Mega Mix was better, quote unquote, like Rhythm Heaven is my favorite game. I just think Rhythm Heaven is incredible. Um, I think you never is, talk about Rhythm Heaven. It's I I think it is. Uh, oh, like in the way that some of these other games I've mentioned, it really opened my mind to what video games can be. Um, you know. The number one video of all time, What Remains of Edith Finch. Yeah. Beautiful game. I, I, you played this game and, like, 
the way you talked about this game, I've just never heard you so passionate about something and the way that you were passionate about it, you know? Yeah. Um, Haven't played it since. Don't need to. Don't need to. <laughs> I might replay it at some point, but probably not. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to patch it. Yeah. The worst part of Edith Finch is that there's like one part that's like kind of just a cheeky reference to another game that the same team made. But that's fine. Which, I don't give a shit. I know this is another source mod team. Uh, Giant Sparrow. Um, the Unfinished you, you Swan. You might know them from The Unfinished Swan, which has a very, very small tie-in narrative note to what remains of Edith Finch. If, I, you, if you choose to interpret it that way. Okay. For some reason, I thought this was the Dear Esther team, but it's not. Um, no. And as you can see... They have not released a game since What Remains of Edith Finch in 2017. Um, did you play the unfinished one? Nope. I heard it's really good, but I've not touched it at all. Um, seems neat. When is this? Giant Sparrow's next game. Hmm. Um, we're when, when 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 did information about Giant Sparrow making a video game become like come out? Um, our next, oh, this is an undated page from, uh, let's click their Twitter and just see when the last tweet from Giant Sparrow was. Um, 2022. Something about what remains of Edith Finch. 2021. Ooh. Oh, I guess they put what remains of Edith Finch on the iPhones. Okay. Sure. 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 Um, well, yeah. Um... That's our 100 best games of all time. Come back next week and we'll talk about Kenshiro. Is Kenshiro better than what remains of Edith Finch? Well, this is... You're listening to Export Audio right now. Well, sure, yeah. But on the other feed that we put the other podcast yes, in for some yes. reason... Yes, you, yes. You're listening to this by going to exportaudio slash exportaudio. Maybe we should put this in the Patreon feed. We never really are consistent about where export ends up. We're not very consistent as people. Should we consolidate all our podcasts into one mega feed? I don't think so. I mean, the Patreon already kind of serves as that, and yeah. The I... main the main thing is we think about what YouTube content might look like for us, and that would become a mega feed. But also, I don't. It would be too much work to go and upload videos of all our old podcasts. The issue is there's not a way to automate that. Export audio comes out every three months. And I Generously. Hope, I hope people don't stop subscribing to the feed yeah. and therefore miss our export drops. Yes. Um, because I, they're used to us dropping things in other feeds. I worry um, about the Patreon dropping because we don't give people enough content, but I've been thinking about it more. And it's like, I, I just want people to subscribe to patreon.com slash export audio because it helps us do this. And I know... We've been a little absent of late, but... Um, it's been a rough summer. Yeah. Um, I say in November 5th. <laughs> well, I, I, I started my new job last month, and I sort of started to get to back in the swing of things, but you still had other, you know, stuff going on all through October, so... and and My job has fucking sucked lately. Your job has been as bad as my job was. No, it hasn't. <laughs> I haven't cried. Um, you don't cry. Like, ever. <laughs> I haven't been threatened with bodily harm. That's true. <laughs> um, I'm starting to get settled into my new job, but um, it's I still have not really found a way to incorporate podcasting into my new schedule, partly because 
you know, you had all that stuff going on in October, and I just, you know, so... We're doing our best out here, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. I hope everybody listened, enjoyed this uh, three-hour episode. Jesus, you gotta go get ready for work. Well, I'm gonna go take a shower and order food. Okay. Um, then I'll go to work in a while. Um, I still haven't gotten paid, so if you want to order me food too, that would be fantastic. I'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, what's up with that? Anyone else not get paid this week? Let us know. That's weird, right? Yeah, there's if people don't know, there's um there was a snafu on Friday with like um like ACH automated clearinghouse that meant that nobody who works at um you know place that I work at, I don't really want to talk about it. Um nobody got paid their biweekly paycheck on Friday. Um and I work in um I don't work in payroll, but I work very closely with the payroll but team. But your place of business is not the only place that yes. didn't get paid. Is the yes. Point. This is, like, nationwide. Yes. And so, but my day Friday was mostly, like, getting calls about, like, in, in emails about, um, hey, I didn't get paid, why? And then sort of gr- over the course of the morning realizing, oh, it's not just us. It's basically anywhere that sent payroll out this week. On this day. Yeah. Because I get paid a day before you. Yeah, and so you were fine. Yeah, I was fine because I'm like a Thursday bitch. Yeah. But, like, a couple of our friends didn't get their paychecks. Yeah. Um, it's fucked. It's fucked. Can't believe one one thing. Yeah. And it's like, I, I get paid Friday and we're recording this on Sunday and I was really hoping that I would have gotten my check by now. Yeah, but. And I called our landlord to be like, hey, rent's probably going to be late and they never called me back. So, hopefully we don't get hit with a late fee. If we do, it won't be that much. We've never had one before. If we do, it won't be that much, but I'm also going to dispute it. Because it's like, I called you and let you know about this. And also, here's 50 news articles from, like, CNN. Like, yeah. like you know, I'm not just sending you, like, fake news. Like, this is a thing that happened. You probably didn't get... Well, they probably got paid. <laughs> That's a, you know, the other thing is that, like, you know, if... If deposits aren't sending, like, even if I paid rent on time, like, they wouldn't get the deposit on time, you know? Yeah. So. Anyway. Anyway. If you have thoughts about which of us had the better list, you can send them in to twitter.com slash bombsfall. <laughs> Don't do that. But you can email us at exportaudiopodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, we recommend that you be caught up on the fifth volume of Fist of the North Star. Yeah. For the next 72 hours. Yeah. We will, uh, maybe Tuesday, we'll talk about it. I don't know what your work schedule is. I don't know that you know what it's your work schedule is. It's the same. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, we'll get that recorded this week. I'm fucking full time now. Yeah. Everybody quit and suddenly you had hours again. Which wasn't true before everyone quit. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't true after they rehired two people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the podcast. I'm going to eat a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, bye, everybody. Um, thank you for indulging our dumb bullshit. Yeah. That we stole from other people's dumb bullshit. Yeah. Um, also, if you think we have better lists than Jackson and M, I guess you can tell us that. We do. Um, you know where we're at on Twitter. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for stopping. Bye.
funky good. Keep it spicy. Keep it flamey, yo. Thank mm-hmm. you.